With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. For all the foofy, be nice and all that stuff, I'm an assassin. I want to kill all of you. <laughs> you know, like I'm just very- That's com- getting clipped. You know? For sure. <laughs> <laughs> Please clip that in context. And going straight to TikTok. <laughs> Yo, am I am I an am I an LA boy? You're an elder. <laughs> You're an elder LA. You, <laughs> you get two, only two strikes today. That's one. He's coming. Is that possible or no? No, because you're not a you're not a boy. George is right. You're an LA man. <laughs> <laughs> an LA man. Yes, I think you are, Mike. Bro, welcome so, back to. No, go ahead. No, no it's fine. Go. No, no, oh, no, get, no because the guest here. Guest here. Guest here. Guest here. Guest here. Oh, he came with a squad. You just, you, you fit the description. That's what I'll say. You were in the right shoes that LA men wear. Uh, welcome back to Impulse, the number one podcast in the world. Thank you guys for really listening, watching, viewing, and subscribing. <laughs> Thanks for really listening. If you do listen, why? Why? <laughs> why? What's wrong? Dude, with you? I love the Scooby Doo shirt you got going on. <laughs> You're going to go fight crime over there? <laughs> you got Shaggy next to you? <laughs> well, you look shaggy. Just calm down. <laughs> Gary, take a seat. Hey, well, welcome to our podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, yeah. it's Gary Vaynerchuk. He's here in Puerto Rico. The whole Gary V team. Good to see you, bro. Hey, brother. How are you? How are you? Good to see you, bro. What's up, bro? What's up? How are you? What's up? So, so three three team members on Gary V side? Yes. Is that the whole squad? In real life? The IRL, the IRL team? No, it's... Way uglier than that. <laughs> Way more. It's a good-looking group of group of lads. Oh, they're extremely attractive. Dustin's like fifty-four and he looks like sixteen. No way. Dustin, are you really fifty-four? No, no. How old are you, Dustin? Dust. How old are you? He's thirty-seven. Same with God, Mike. Let's go, bro. But Mike let's looks go. thirty-seven. No, Mike doesn't look thirty-seven. Mike looks good too. But Dustin, Dustin can pass for a weird number. Do you do you do you drink or do any smoking or you do? He does everything wrong. But but you look, <laughs> gotta sell you on a book. The bro. skin so looks good. It, you, this guy over here looks like he could be your, your lacrosse manager. No, like, oh, simply best. for lacrosse. <laughs> <laughs> Just, that's it. Pickleball. Pickleball. Strictly from, pickleball. Are you from Fairfield County, Connecticut? Uh, Jersey. Jersey, let's go. That was close. Of course that you are. That was close. <laughs> Dude, Gary, welcome. Thank you. Came to Puerto Rico. I did. Holy shit. Why? Good to see him. <laughs> I had a speech. I, you know, I actually told you this the other day, but obviously we're doing, uh, I'm, Speaking so little now because the V Friends thing has got me so busy. Now I've got two big things that I have to manage. So the content, book writing, speeches is kind of what falls by the wayside with V Friends explosion. Yeah. But it literally, literally my, you know, we have a speaking bureau in Boehner X, Boehner Speakers, and they're devastated because I was their cash cow. Mm. So Zach is still sending stuff to me all the time. And it's, you know, comes across, you know, it says mm. Puerto Rico. And I'm like, you know what? All those fuckers are down there. Yeah, they're all That's doing it. some shit down That's there. It. I'm not just... gonna. I'm not gonna get down there any other way. So fuck it. Let me do it. Sick. So I'm glad this worked out. 
all yeah, those me fuckers. too. Yeah, and you're right that we're, we are all fuckers, and we're all down here. Uh, thank God, by the way, we've been trying to get you on for forever. I'm really happy to be here. Congrats, you guys. You guys uh -oh. have really put together a show that really fucking matters. A lot of people love it, learn from it. Yeah, we don't. You get, guys we don't have get real it. fuck. You do get it. You guys have real talent. You guys have real <laughs> chemistry, which is the real fucking punchline of something like this. And it's like it's cool to watch you guys build step by step. Thanks, hey, bro. Thanks, brother. Hopefully, hopefully we get some good clips. I want to be on your Instagram page of you done, dropping knowledge. Done, done, I, done, I done. see him. You have so much content. Yeah, you know, I think you know it's fun to have D Rock here because he was such a beginning part of that journey with me many years ago. You know, seven or eight years ago, I was like, "Fuck, this is this is it." I mean, obviously, you and I met so early on in your journey, and probably that was then. That was probably about a year. 18 months before you and I met, I was like, okay, this is about to shift. Like whomever and whatever companies do best on really understanding not only how to be on these platforms, but be good at all of them. You know, going back mm. to 2006, I was good at YouTube before YouTube was a thing. Twitter was huge for me back in 07. I was really good at that. Yeah. That's how my brain worked. <laughs> but, um, you know, it, it became a game of like, it's you know why Vine was so obvious to me. It was every platform, who understands it? Your skill set worked on Vine. That was much hard. You wouldn't have done that on Twitter back then. I couldn't have, no. Correct. So it became a game of let's be the best in the world at contextual creative per platform. And because I had an agency that was doing that work as well, it was a flywheel. I had to figure it out, scale it to the brands, <clears throat> Vice versa. Was was that the genesis of Vayner Media? Media. The genesis of Vayner Media was AJ. My brother was graduating college, and we wanted to be in business together. And my brother did not want to work for my dad in, in the wine store. And it was just a ticking time bomb. And it was going to be fantasy sports. It was going to be deal of the day. We almost built DraftKings. We almost built Groupon, but we picked something way worse. Media. But but. What it was, was at that time already in 09, I remember talking to AJ, I'm like, listen, I've got a feel of this thing. This is gonna be the fucking thing. And I remember this line, I was like, radio was the fucking dominant source of information and content and marketing in the world. Somebody invented the television, it fucking built, and then there was a crossing point when that became the thing. The internet is killing it, but this new thing, social media, is an advancement of the internet that's different than the last 15 years. That was more about information. This was more about people, content. You know, it was just yeah. so entertaining. It was so yeah. obvious to me what was happening. I was like, let's build a company that helps the biggest brands because they don't know what the, like Nothing. AJ's computer, literally AJ's laptop in 2009, set up Pepsi's Twitter account, the NHL's oh Twitter and God. Facebook, Campbell's Soup. Like it was, you can't even imagine, it's kind of like NFTs now, right? The Wild West. It was Wild West yeah, yeah. for social. Yep. I saw Wild West e-commerce in 96. <clears throat> I saw blogging. I saw it all happen. I, I being 46 really is that prime age to see everything because it all happened when you were like 18, 19, 20 and then just happened for the last 25 years. So we're like, let's let's figure this out. They have money. I didn't have money because my dad never paid me a lot of money building his business. So we needed to do something that made money. I didn't want to raise money. It was hard to raise money. The economy just collapsed. So we're like, let's do a service business because we'll get paid, we'll learn. And fucking 13 years later, we're 1,500 employees globally. It's a big-ass company. Yeah, it's insane. Wow. I don't, I don't know how many people know uh, you and I are history, which is absurd. Um, 
I don't even know if you guys know this. When I was when I was 18 years old, I entered a competition that was hosted by Grape Story uh, to make a commercial for I believe it was Virgin Mobile on Vine. It was a a, uh, a user generated content. Uh, contest. So whatever, whoever could make the best commercial would be flown out to New York and uh, potentially be signed by VaynerMedia. It was literally, literally a Vayner. So Virgin was a VaynerMedia client, me and Jerome Jar, mm -hmm. for everybody's listening. I'm sure a lot of those people know that if they're OG Viners, we started an agency called Grape Story to represent Viners. And the marketing campaign was find the next Vine superstar. Yeah. <laughs> On the record, I think we fucking drilled it. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> drilled it. I mean, out of all the fucking people I that we could have picked, I, I can't believe you, it. You've made me look. Very good on that one. Yeah, dude. I, so I, I won the contest, bro. I had I had eighteen thousand followers. Oh shit! So you were <laughs> yeah. like a baby, dog. Oh, I've, Gary's like shit. a proper day one. Wow. Like way before you, Bucko. Oh Jesus! What's interesting about it was Jerome deserves all the credit. He got it down to three, and he's like. These three, and I, I remember walking into the office at 3.15, our last office between, before the one we're in now, and I watched them and I was like, that kid's got it. That's crazy. It's fucking crazy. I mean, watching you and like, we were talking about you when we landed here and I was like, dude, did anybody see what fucking Logan did in WrestleMania? He's like a proper, <laughs> I was like, he's a proper athlete. That's so I was weird. Like, I was like, that fucking split jump? I'm like, like I, you know, like, I don't know, for some reason, like the, the Floyd, all the crazy things you do, there's something about that split jump. <laughs> I was like, dude, he's really got it. Yeah, I got I was, up there. I, I was telling them that you're gonna, that, that I think that platform for you is a worthwhile debate because I was like, look, that platform, he could be like a mix between The Rock and Will Ferrell after this. He could do this for two, mm, three, four 100%. years, and I bet you he can I go and that. fucking win Academy Awards and do big movies. I mean, it's a you're, you've gone on to do real shit, and you know it's fun. Like for me, Gunna, there, you know, or Charlie D'Amelio, or who was further along than Gunna and you, or everything NFTs, Twitter, face. Like my career has been around um, just. Intuition. Intuition. I was going to say your intuition and your vision is is disgustingly accurate. I've 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 bragged about getting to know you just because being your friend has yielded such amazing results for my life. You, and man. it's interesting because <clears throat> it's not like you you're not like you're not silver plattering anything. You just say something. It's like a nod, a subtle nod, and then one can do what they want with it. My my whole my whole Pokemon craze. It was kickstarted by you, literally by you, because I had a call with you and you, you go, you should, you should, you should look into this a little bit. Just do a little bit of research. I did. I got addicted and now it's like a major part of my brand. Like look around how much Pokemon is on the wall. The thing with you and you know, and why I wanted to give you guys compliments, because I one of the things I do for a living is just watch. Like it's insane how much I know about what people are doing, even though I've never spent time with them. I'm just watching. I'm trying to understand why culture likes something, why the world is interested, not interested, why was this cool, why is this not cool anymore? Like me breaking down why why women want to wear like mom jeans as a cool trend is like how my brain works. Like why is this candy gonna work? Why are these beverages gonna work? So watching you guys has been a lot of fun for me because I, I like watching the podcasts that role because it's very, very impactful on both the podcast and the micro pieces of content because the model that we absolutely pioneered is now the model. Mm. Do long form, chop it up, Close. right? Yeah. 100%. Um, you 
though, the reason I've made, you know, I've met a lot of you along the way. There's been a lot of people that looked exactly like you. Tons of potential, the right ingredients, but a lot of people don't know how to cook that meal. The thing with you that I really admire and that I don't think is obvious to anybody unless they really know you is you fucking work. Mm. Hardest out of everyone. It's the hardest working person. Like I know. when I tell, like it's fun to. One of the reasons I like reaching out to you is it's fun because I know you're gonna put in the work. Mm. Like it's not fun to tell somebody who is not. It's just a waste of three minutes. These are not very long interactions. I'm like, hey, pay attention to this. Yeah. Two weeks ago, Please. we uh, I had this commercial that I put out for this thing we we're working on. Took Reed, it was like a 30 second thing. It took him like an hour to work on it because I told him exactly what I want. We're very good at working together. Yeah. Logan hits me up and goes, hey, I need I need Reed to edit this. And I turn to him and I go, buddy, this is going to take you all day. And he goes, nah, bro, it's 30 seconds. I go, all day. I go, this guy is going to jump down your throat. Dude, I walked in. I swear to God, I can't even, I can't make this up and Reed will what? He's like this. He's like shaking. And I, I walk in. I'm like, you good? He goes, dude, I'm just scared. He goes, what if he doesn't like it? What if, what if, what if he I'm just sorry. Else? I go, bro, this is going to happen. When I'm you sorry. work with Logan, take your expectations and shit on him because he's going to. No, he really, you know, I've seen it. I've seen it. I've watched the journey sometimes close, sometimes very far away and everything in between. You know, look, you're, you've got a lot of creative skill sets and you've got great work ethic and there's very little confusion to me to why you're in the spot you're in. Well, I appreciate it. Um, seriously, thank you for gassing me up. I, I got I got to cut it eventually. Hey, today's video is sponsored by SeatGeek. Live events are finally back. We're excited, whether it's football, baseball, basketball, concerts, MMA, or festivals. SeatGeek puts tickets from all over the web in one place to make buying simple. SeatGeek is the absolute best place to buy tickets. Got the app on our phone here. There's definitely a few UFC fights coming up, so I definitely want to check it out. Might be a good idea to start searching the app for tickets right now. They rate every ticket from 0 to 10 to make sure you're getting a good deal. Green means good, red means bad, and we've got a hookup for you. Use the code LOGAN for $20 off tickets at SeatGeek. That is $20 off your first purchase with the promo code LOGAN. Make sure you click the link in the description to download the app. I'll do it. Now back to the show. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Show. I, I do want to ask a question about hard work. Yep. Because it, it does seem so formulaic. Like everyone who's successful will tell you the same exact thing. But what is it about... Like, how, how do you find that drive to do that hard work? And especially I, I, even just hanging with you that little bit in New York, that last round, like you are literally always working. And I asked you, like, when do you have fun? Wh wh how do you balance that work and play life? The answer, you know, you, you got to the answer before I was able to jump in. I don't think anybody can work hard, hard unless they like it. I was the least hard working student in the history of this fucking country. I got D's and F's for real. Like I'm so pumped we were able to get my report card from high school a couple years ago so I could put it out because like people when people when I was saying that I could tell that people thought I was getting C's. I was like no no no, D's because you actually have to try to get D's and F's. And what I mean by that is you have to completely 
completely go all in on never paying attention <laughs> and never doing anything, which is exactly that, what I accomplished. That crushes my you. soul because I tried my hardest. <laughs> <laughs> and then guess what, bro? D's and S's, bro. But I wasn't there like, no, oh, fuck this. I was like, dude, I got my dad's gonna beat my ass, bro. So, so you know, there's a really tricky part to this whole thing in my mind, which is why I love uh, that artists are in a different place now with NFT land. Uh, comedians or people with like like what what you were affected by with Vine, um, long tail models for Instagram. There's genres that come along that really work for certain people, right? Um, for me, the macro of that is entrepreneurship. I was selling lemonade and shoveling snow and washing cars and selling baseball cards every day of my childhood or every other day in between playing sports because it was more fun for me than anything else I could do. Yeah. On a normal summer day when I was 11 years old, and, and I would grew up in the 80s, like we went outside. You would just go outside and play. And like, you know, some people, like I had friends, this this will make sense to a lot of people. Oh, Dustin, I had, a, I had a, several friends who were like very like dirt bike, like, like they were like th those skater dirt bike kicks and nothing was more fun for them to like drive down like the race, we had train tracks and like do the dirt bike thing. For me, there was, I couldn't even give a second to that. But but ringing people's doorbells and like ding dong like can I wash your car for five bucks was like the greatest thing that ever happened. Really? To me. Yeah. So for me, it's really easy, and I see it in others. What's awesome now with the internet is entrepreneurship is so much more creative. I think without the creative lens, you wouldn't have worked as hard if it was like pure entrepreneur. I was like pure like I'm a salesman. I like it. I like the sales part, I like the operations part, so I have big companies, I like to operate. Um, but now there's so many options. For the people that are watching, that like, they don't like their job. And like that's just part of like making a binary decision of are you willing to risk the upfront for the long-term happiness? Most people are stuck because they live within the means of their salary and they've got debt and they're like stuck in a hamster wheel and the only way to get out is to downgrade your optics. Worse car, worse apartment, worse year or two or three in your trips and your nightlife. And I'm very empathetic that for a lot of people, they can't make that move. They can't move out of Manhattan and move an hour and a half away in Jersey or Connecticut. But it's but it's an it's a very important move because it's a it's, very important I've always move. talked about it and being and being mm. humble in your it's purchases. Hard. It's hard. It is, people. but it's so fucking important. It works. I, I it think works. it weeds out uh Posers, in my in my opinion, yeah. because I, I look around a lot of people that are in my industry, and I'm watching them hop out of these cars. These have these jewelers, have <laughs> these clothes, and I'm like, man, like you're saving nothing for like the future. You're not investing anything. Like they they want to make sure people know that they're killing it. And I've always been on the opposite. I don't care yeah. what your opinion of me is. Yeah, I think I grew up being hated so much. That even people liking me in a little it's bit, it's cool. I'm like, oh great, people kind of like my <laughs> shit. Like when I read hate comments, people are like, oh this guy, he thinks he's funny, but his stand-up thing is gonna suck. And I'm like, dude, he believes I'm gonna do a stand-up show. Like, <laughs> like I, I really take the best thing out of everything. And I think once you look at it from that point of view, you can't lose. So instead of buying like Louis Vuitton shoes, put that to your rent and then go invest that money into I, something you like. I just have a lot of compassion for the world we now live in. It's incredibly driven by insecurity and short-term needs, magnified by the tools that allow people to 
execute on those feelings. People have been insecure their whole life. Yeah. Like the world's always had insecure people. Those people just didn't have the outlet of using social media to keep creating more makeup for their insecurity. <laughs> so it becomes a hamster wheel of it. It's a, it, you know, this is why having real conversations is very important because there's a lot of people out there that if they just shift their head and look at the world from a different perspective, yeah. they can be in a much happier place. And yeah. I, I take on that vibe. There's many reasons that you're you and that you're successful. And even just what you iterated just now that I think separates you from most uh, CEOs or boss uh, people is that your emotional intelligence is is incredibly high. Your compassion for people, your understanding for people. Um, I've even come to you personally about how to deal with certain stuff. And even, um, <clears throat> I remember after Japan, you were the, one of the first people to call me and like, man, that goes, that goes a long way. That goes forever. You know, just, just because I made a, made a huge error, but it, it wasn't a reflection of, of my character who I actually right. was. And, and getting that call from you meant so much. And even, even recently with, um, uh, the the Game Boy resin table I yep. made, and I was getting hate online for it. And I go, Gary, what do I what do I do here? Like, wh- how do you handle this? And your response was like, empathy for for those who feel the need to tear down other people's art. Like, how what's happening in your life that you're so hurt that you feel the need to just rip? What's what's so ex- I'm sitting here almost like in a meta situation where I'm like, man. This show, this platform, the the enormous amount of attention of, look, I gravitate towards youth culture. I love, that person is so still in the game. You know, I love hanging out with OGs. My team knows, like, I love 70-year-olds. D-Rock is literally actively in the process of booking interviews of 90-year-olds for content that I want to do. Who do, you, who do you go to for that? Like, like we're would... randomly meeting people. Like, we were at this breakfast the other day, and he's like, my grandpa's 90, and I'm like, D-Rock, you're going to Rhode Island. <laughs> like, really? We're at, so I'm, I'm very passionate and fascinated by different genres, but the youth culture's insane. And I'm, as you're talking, I'm like, this is fucking it, man. This is the beginning pieces. We're starting to change this. We're starting to have, there was nobody three years ago, nobody three years ago saying, oh, I got haters. Let me have compassion for them. Mm-hmm. Not even six months ago, but I pounded it, pounded it, pounded it. And it's just truth. Just think about the concept of needing to hurt someone else just to give you a second of escapism from your own pain. Just think about it. I just don't know how not to feel that for others. And you know, I think that we need to have that combo because for the people that are creating and are making entertainment, escapism, information, you know, it's really hard to get that level of hate. It's hard, no matter how strong you are, no matter, I'm, I'm very similar. Like the whole world always told me I was gonna lose the, except for my mom, thus yeah. I'm like, good. You know, like nothing phases me. I, I just know who I am. When I go to bed, I'm really proud of who I am. So yeah, I like, totally it really get that. doesn't, I don't really care. Cause they don't walk with me. They don't know my journey. I was talking to this kid. I'm not gonna name who he is cause yep. he's coming up in the social media realm. And he told me, he goes, bro, I don't, he goes, I, it's very hard for me to, to figure out who's in my life because they wanna be here versus what they need from me. And he goes, and it's starting to get really uncomfortable when it comes to women. He goes, like, I feel so insecure all the time. Yep. And he goes, how do you walk into these rooms and change people's like minds, opinions, hearts? And I said, I've been in this game for a little bit. Like I'm a baby in it and I just learned now. Uh, when I walk in the room, the goal is not to turn everybody's heart, it's to make sure mine doesn't change. 
So when I walk into this room, I want to set an example by by just no talking, just my actions. Yeah. Four people to call me and ask me about that stuff. So it, it's just a it's a really really tough game in every genre that you're in. And I think the best thing you could do is really really love yourself. Start with loving yourself, loving your family. And with lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Then after that, you're going to be able to love other people. And for everybody who's listening, because I've <laughs> said that so many times and I've read all the DMs and emails and messages for the last almost 20 years now, a lot of people just now, as you were perfectly saying that, said, but I don't love myself. And this is Step a one. very important thing for everybody to hear. This is, my, this is something I spend a lot of time thinking about. If you are listening or watching right now, actually, and actually saying, I don't love myself, you have to remember that somebody else put that inside of you. Your mom or dad most likely, or maybe a grandparent, they put that inside of you because they didn't love themselves. And you know, a lot of people get mad at their folks and I try to remind them, your grandparents made your parents. Like there's always that next person in the family tree. And so I think that we're starting to get into more interesting, while everyone's like social media sucks in the world, I'm actually watching and I'm like, I don't know. I think shit's getting a little bit interesting. We talked about this last week about yeah, the benefits the versus shortcut. This dog is, is know, out of fucking By the way, control. the dog is doing great. No, he's <laughs> chewing the wires. The the benefits versus the shortcomings of social media and if it's a net positive or net negative. But but I wanted to ask you this. Do you think there's more benefit to uh, an individual who's, who's facing criticism, uh, finding a way to be empathetic with the criticizers, be empathetic with the haters, or their ability to put on the blinders that every CEO number one, ep- number one. really yeah because my question to you is this because like, that's that's scalable empathy the o- the empathy other, for the, other people yeah the other one is holding your breath and you're gonna give you really think so because I, sure I think do. there's a lot of people out there like who are able to just be like dude like your criticism is so worthless and doesn't it's so think, uninformed I, and uneducated I, I, like that's where i've tried to get I myself get it. i get it by the way there's a lot of there's there's you know how it is right like it's like everything in our society red blue black white it's there there's moments in time where that works i mean i do it all like i'm For thrilled sure. to be like <laughs> I, if you actually knew what was running through my mind sometimes when i'm getting shit on i'm like Man, if you're mad at me now, watch what the fuck I'm gonna put down your throat the next decade, you motherfucker. Like, you know, like, I I can get very competitive that way too, comma, there's no question that actually, actually being like, man, this person's hurt. But then acting upon it as well and be like, yo, listen, like, I know you told me that I'm too busy sucking a cock right now, like, and and you're 12. Like, but I feel like you're going through some shit. Let's talk about it. Because, because, bro, like, I'm in the middle of shooting content here. Now I got to talk to this 12-year-old from Iowa about why he thinks I suck too much cock, which I don't suck cock, Gary. Like, do you know what I'm getting at right now? I get it. (laughs) Brother, I get it so much. The amount of cock I've sucked on DM is profound. Look at where does the empathy um, end it was the same thing with him in the fucking game boy table i'm like dude like you're gonna sit there and be like listen man i know i heard about your sister and how she has you know early onset dementia like how do you let me start explain. to let do me that easy 
you add another element to the equation and you think about the concept of gratitude, you, you have to understand, you can actually completely, this has happened to me at NOS, this, ha- this happened the other day in the car. A guy fucking ripped me heavy. I gave a response, he DM'd me, he's like, I just got back from Afghanistan, Dan. I have real PT, like, it was a real, he's like, you don't understand, he ended with something that I don't even wanna, like, it's really fucking intense out here. And so what I would say is as a fellow human being, one that by the way, is fucking doing it. You're fucking doing it, right? Like I promise you 19 year old you, looking at what you've been doing the last seven or eight years is fucking happy. He's surprised, man. He's like, damn, you made it past 26, holy shit. So so three minutes a day, nine minutes a week, 16 minutes a month, do I think that you can decide to reply to three people, one of which that will completely change the framework of how they see the world? Because these kids out here think the world sucks and everything sucks and nobody gives a fuck. And you give one fuck, one time, and by the way, I'm telling you, and I know he knows. I know, like I'm telling you, it will fucking build. It will be beneficial for you. No, no, no. Yeah, and I and yeah, I do I love your mind. And I do a lot of it, but I but I found myself trying to cultivate the relationships that provide themselves I in a positive in a way, positive right. way. By the way, because that's the, right. the, the message yes. I get, like, yo, your book changed no, my life. Listen, I stopped, like I respond to those people as opposed to yo, listen, like you want to hear something crazy? Yeah. I feel like I had to calibrate seven or eight years ago to be a little bit more thoughtful because I was only feeding. Got it. Because I have so much to give. I was like, so I think that's right, but but I think you need to give some deposits to that. Mm-hmm. I think yeah, it'll bring benefit. Sure. It'll round you out. They're, you know, you're I'm sorry? They're broken. Yeah, it, it's just like, you know, it's just, honestly, it's just nice. Yeah. By the way, you know this. I don't have to tell you this. 93% of them want to be you more than life itself. Oh, when you respond to them about the about what they say, they automatically, I'm your biggest fan. I love what yeah, you do. Yeah, they're just Sometimes, having, they're having but, a bad day. Yeah. I, uh, I, I, I like to reflect to make sure I'm always being a better person. And all the times that I, like, I kind of cringe on decisions I made or like situations I put myself in or relationships I broke, it was always, Always, 10 out of 10, 100 out of 100 times, it was always when I was hurting. 100%. So when I was like really, really, really upset or jealous or insecure, that's when the ugliness comes out of me. And so when I'm getting that, I'm like, oh, this guy's hurting. 100%. And I know what that feels like. So I'm going to, so if they're giving me hate, they can't play that game of tennis with me if I put my racket down. So then it's over. So now if I just played love with them, it's either two things are gonna happen. They're gonna walk away or they're gonna be like, all right, he's giving me the time of day that nobody in my life is. Yeah, I think that's right. No, absolutely. This episode of Impulsive is brought to you by Dr. Squatch. Dr. Squatch is changing. Let's get the product. (laughs) (laughs) Do we have it? I'm I'm running it. (laughs) I'm running it, dude. (laughs) Dr. Squash is changing the way men approach personal care with high-performance natural products that smell amazing and will have you feeling and looking your best. Their products will help you feel and smell like a man and smell like a champion. With Dr. Squash, never have another boring shower or routine again because who likes boring no one? You? Here's my favorite part. Dr. Squatch's soaps are made in the USA only using the finest ingredients Mother Nature has to offer. In fact, all of their products are at least 98% natural in origin. No, that's so many accents. (laughs) Other generic body washes have harsh chemicals and harmful synthetics. Yuck. They've got an easy subscription plan and 100% satisfaction guarantee. If you use Dr. Squatch and can honestly say their products are not the best you've ever used. You're a liar. They'll send your money back. No questions asked. Ditch your shit products and get some Dr. Squatch. New customers get 20% off orders, $20 or more using my code DSQIMPULSIVE. Now back to the show. Are you religious? 
So I'm not, you know, it's, so I was born in the Soviet Union. And so a lot of people don't know this, but in communism, in the USSR, religion was outlawed. All so, religion. All religion. Wow. Yeah. So, it was only about the state. That's right. And so a lot of people don't realize this about the history of the USSR, which was different than other places in the world. It, every Like China, USSR, Cuba, they all had their like slight variations. So my great grandfather was really the last person that I immigrated with when we came to America that had any sense of religion in him. By the time my grandparents were born, no. By the time my parents were born, no. By the time I was born, no. So it wasn't really a big part of our lives, I, which is really interesting because, because of that, and growing up in the US during the 80s, 90s, Cold War, religion is not a big factor in my life. I've always had a really interesting relationship with religion because I see how people weaponize it to disguise it, it as a weapon for their own hate that they wanna deploy, mm -hmm. but I also see it being an incredible crutch for people in the worst of times. Yeah. It's been fascinating to see religion play out in my, in my life, how I observe it. But for me, no, it hasn't been it. I would say on the flip side, it's been fun because as I've evolved and my life has evolved, I'm like, you know, like the amount of pastors and rabbis oh, and yeah, they, really all, they all, no, but yes, but the amount that have reached out to me being like, you're very religious. I'm like, I am. I, so I was know, gonna say, that's why I asked. Yeah, a, lot, a lot of principles I, you have are, are pillars of religion. I'm, I'm incredibly, conscious to that now yeah. uh, as this journey has gone on which which is great you know to me I'm I'm in a place where I I I want good and so as anything governments religion companies platforms there's good and bad cuz humans make them good and bad mm -hmm. um the things we're talking about for the last 15 minutes are the things I'm focused on cuz that's how I think we as humans make these things good or bad but I'm aware that a lot of my stuff can touch on those tones um I curse a lot, so a lot of the you religious people don't love Jesus. that. But, you know. It's funny. I like I like your videos where you talk about how you're not going to stop cursing. I just don't. I'm really, really bad at doing anything that doesn't come completely natural to me. Mm. Like really bad. I just don't want to not be me, at all costs. When it costs me money, when it costs me opportunity. When it, like, I just like. When it costs you diction, God, <laughs> God forbid. But you know, you know like, honestly, like, yeah. it's very, I just like the ease of always being me. I think that's the next wave too. I think it's the current wave and the next wave. I think it's going to continue to flow in that direction. You, you, you're seeing the people that stay around now, the people that are getting hot now, the people that are up next are all just 100% authentic to themselves. It's just I, easy. I feel it's exactly please. opposite. Go ahead. I feel like that is. And I'm not trying to shit on TikTok, but everybody's doing the same thing. Oh, I'm not. Yeah, we talking. I'm about? talking about. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, like on platforms, like at least Vine, people were creating their own. Like, no, I'm not no, no, about no, TikTok. No, no, no. I'm talking about like real staying power. Like, not, not TikTok. Oh, okay. Like, Sorry. I thought you meant on platforms. I think no. look, Vine too. Like there were like there was beats. You, you could speak to this. Like, I, I I understand your point. I'll play something in the middle, which is, you know. You also, back to what we were talking about, people go through ebbs and flows. I, you know, it's funny, Logan, with all your different twists and turns, I think you'll be surprised as you guys are now getting older, you're gonna watch, the, you know, you were the generation coming up, you're gonna get a real at bat of watching the next, and they've, they're coming in so young, so you're already living this. You're, it's gonna be fun for you to see the first, you know, pattern of it, because by the time Logan was doing his thing, I'd already been through all the YouTube one, 2006, 7, 8, 9, 
I'd been through the Twitter influencer of OSA. And by the time he came, I'm like, okay, you can start to see certain things. I think you'll be surprised. I bet you, given this young and what I'm seeing on TikTok, and I think we share a lot of similar points of view. You know, I'm just older. I've had a couple more at bats. You're gonna be surprised by a person or two that does have staying power. And in that insight, you'll notice that what happens is it's moments in time more than anything else. As, and I bet you guys know this. I mean, I found, you know, even I, who will think about this 24 seven, subconsciously have gotten there. You get caught up in what's working for a little while and all of a sudden you just kind of wake up and it's six or 12 months later <laughs> and you kind of, it's not that it's not you, but you've deviated for subconscious success. Mm. That's deep. Yeah, and that is really true. deep. You get caught up in like, if I, if I stop doing this, then this won't happen. Right. Or, or it's even crazier, this word works or this kind of thing, like it goes so deep into the mm. subconscious, you don't even realize you're doing it. Yeah. There's a, that it's, that's actually, there should be studies done on, on this phenomenon that you're describing. Okay. It's, 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 lost in the sauce. essentially, yeah, like you're, you're being and then fueled what, by. And then, and then what moments, and then what moments, and it's not even about the algo, it's just about culture. It's like, what's hot? What, where are you in your life? It's a new relationship, a single friend, a new girlfriend yep. for you guys. Like it's just, it's just, you know, it's the way your world moves. Like <laughs> Puerto Rico is gonna be different than LA. Like there's just a lot of shit that happens. One random thing turns out, you know, like thinking about the in, you know, I just saw the ring on the way up here. Like, thinking about how that went, like that narrative, that's a very what are we talking? Only four years, right? Now, five years. I'm trying to think five for the first fight that you had with KSI. Oh, 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 yeah, 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 yeah. Four years. You know, like, you know, I don't know the actual story. Maybe you give two seconds on it, maybe everybody knows it, but like. I'm dying to know the first combo that triggered it, <laughs> right? If you think about how things work in life, there was a combo or a thought, or you two talked, or he said something, or you guys had real people. Actually, let me, let me, let me, <laughs> tell me, tell let me, me tell you, because yeah. this is actually fascinating. Okay, were you in the kitchen that day? No, okay, know. so it's very simple. KSI called me out online, and um, this- Why? Cause, cause that's what's fun. Well, that's the mo that's like the historical moment that would be like the the public that thing that everyone knows. Jake Poole, what Logan yeah, Poole, but, any but, of the pools. Yeah, I, why? I, I think you were I the think villain at the time. I, I was I was the villain on YouTube. I had right, just as so many subscribers as him. Got it. So same age, same it, physique. Got it, got it, UK, got it. US. Okay. Um, but so I he, but you had never talked to him ever. And he just randomly. Sorry, that's not true. We okay. we had met once at the Super Bowl, like a couple years prior, but essentially never. Yep about especially about boxing but dude i almost didn't do that fight i believe it it took danny rocka rocka do you know the rocka twins <laughs> yeah i love it that, took man. him in the kitchen hyping me up going man you have to fight him it's gonna be <laughs> the biggest thing ever i'm like ksi's from the uk we have a different audience who's gonna watch that fight he goes mate you have to do and just because danny rocka rocka pushed it. me that's i had it. a fight with ksi a second fight with ksi and, and it started a global beverage and, brand and, with him and from mayweather and, and, and then fought me with and the, and the splits and the splits. But seriously, but the, you just beat me to it. I'm telling you, I don't know what the fuck it was about that split jump. I literally, for, this is not a joke. In my brain, you did that. The guy went, you jumped, and in my brain, I see you literally giving your Oscar acceptance. Immortalized, speech. immortalized. I literally am like carrying oh, the torch into the brother, Olympic I'm being stadium. I saw him do it. I'm like, you know what? He's gonna go deeper. This is me guessing. I know nothing. Uh, he's gonna go deeper in this. It's gonna work for him. It's gonna give him a platform. He's gonna fucking make a movie. Pope. It's gonna work. Be the pope. He's gonna like, and he's gonna go from comedy to more like. Look, and I think you're gonna win an Academy Award. Just don't slap anybody. <laughs> <laughs> so um, like, but that that's you, like that's what we're talking about here, right? Like somebody makes one TikTok. 
because they're pissed, because their shit's declining, because TikTok's fucking them, because every platform fucks you. No, it's called supply and demand. More people make shit, like, like it's yeah. ads go in. Yeah. It's the way it works. That's why moving fast when new shit happens is so important. <laughs> so they're pissed. Mm -hmm. They're not getting what they used to get. They're getting desperate. And they just, then they hit a place creatively, whether pro or con, and just do something different and it works. And the next thing they know, they have a fucking cupcake company. It's crazy, crazy how that works. <laughs> yeah, I love how your brain works. <laughs> but that's what it is. You know, like they just like, they get a viral cupcake video. Blah, blah, blah. And, and that's why I push people to make. It's an at bat to change your life. Yep. It, that's why I push people to say, to, you know, talk about shit that fucking you're interested in. I'm like, a, you know, one thing a lot of my friends talk to me about is Gary, you're like a real businessman and people think you're a motivational speaker garage sailor. Like, and they, and they like talk to me out of like compassion. They're like, I feel bad. Like my real business people, like the 50 year olds who have billionaires mm -hmm. and they're like, they think I'm the guy. And they're like, this is weird. Like my nephew thinks you're a garage sailing person. I'm like, <laughs> I am a garage sailing person. <laughs> but th my point with that is, I don't fear being misjudged for my capacity and capabilities in other areas just because I might go viral on a genre that might be silly because I know that, I know back to the intent, that happened because I got 10 DMs and emails in one flight from New York to LA all saying, you know, you talk about all this, I should invest, I should invest, all, all 10 of them, same thing, different words, different style, but they all said the same thing. Hey, I love you but you fucking talk about putting 25K into a startup and it can change your life? I have nine fucking dollars, asshole. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> And so, you know, I'm very, I take my shit serious. I'm like, that's super fucking fair. Mm -hmm. You know, and I'm like, I need to think about this. And I was, and then like, you know, I don't know, somewhere over fucking Kansas or something, I'm like. Let's go to a garage well, wait sale. Wait a minute, I used to have nine dollars. <laughs> the fuck was I doing? Shit, garage sales and now with eBay? And I just started making that content. For all the, you know, fun that I have with that and people have with it, you know, at my expense, which I love. Um, the amount of fucking, I've had hundreds of thousands of people in the last four years email me and say, I had $19, I now have $100,000. Like it's, it's changed their life. Selling like, mugs. Yeah. At a garage sale. Mug Dude, life. This is a legit, <laughs> I have a guy, he's one of my closest friends, his name's AJ's in Arizona. I walked into his guest bedroom <laughs> and he, I swear to God, dude, you're gonna think I'm lying. I'm not. Fight club gear everywhere. <laughs> the sunglasses, the boots, the jackets. I go, oh, I gotta get rid of him. He's gonna kill me. <laughs> so I go, what the fuck are you doing with all this stuff? He goes, oh, I sell this shit on eBay. And I go, well, how much time? And he makes so much money in the stock market. I go, why do you, is it like a hobby? He goes, yeah, I love it. I do it. Pulls up how much he makes on eBay. He makes more than what I make <laughs> doing social media. And I go, bro, how well, the not fuck after is you sign to Impulsive, brother. Huh? Not after you sign to Impulsive. Nope, still after Impulsive. <laughs> <laughs> we lose money on this show, dude. <laughs> it costs a lot to get him out here to Puerto Rico. There goes but our it budget. But made me really fucking close. I'll tell him that. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. No, your, 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 your garage sale uh, arc is... is <laughs> Phenomenal. I mean, like, I, I actually didn't even know the garage sale side of Gary. I swear to God, well, until four years in, I seen you now as Gary V. Now. Still. Love it. Why? Because I would rather garage sale at 7 a.m. on a Saturday than golf. Like, 90% of the people I do business with, they like that better. 
I like this better. They like the calm, the quiet, nobody can bother them. Like my brother loves golf. Like I can understand golf, makes sense to me. Four hours, nobody fucks with you. Go with your buddy, couple people. Like makes all the be competition, you know, AJ's big reason was I love competition, but your knees are gonna go, we can't play yeah. basketball. Like I need something in my 60s, he's right. Uh, now I have pickleball, so I'm set. But you know, <laughs> I, uh, I, for me, the idea of rolling up to a stranger's home and that there's a 1929 Green Lantern ring from a Cracker Jacks box somewhere in the shit for a quarter that I can sell for 1.7 million is still the thrill of the hunt. <laughs> Do you ever feel bad? Never. What's it? Like you, you take like somebody's two dollar like I read like, the I read the Avengers tin yeah. and it's worth like 26 million at auction <laughs> and you're like fuck you motherfucker. I read all those comments. They're like you are the, like I I'm putting out this. So at first it's going great, right? Like changing people's lives. You're the best. You showed me. Then all of a sudden, it started going viral on TikTok and everyone's like, let me get this straight. You are very rich. You're going to people's homes. They want $20. They're, they have bargaining eight. too. I'll give you two. Well, that's the thing. I am. Because I have to. I have, the whole prep, my whole mindset was, let me show people how to do it. And if you have $117 in your bank account and somebody wants $8 for Hot Wheels, you better pay three. <laughs> my favorite, my so, favorite one is the Trevor Wallace one. Where oh, he's Trevor. like, you go in there and you fuck his face. <laughs> you want eight bucks. You go in there and you give him a dollar fifty. You know it's funny, Trevor. You know a lot of Great a, a lot of the other people have done it more often and have, are more known for. But Trevor's one off that Amazing. one where I'm like, D Rock, hand me the gun. <laughs> I mean, you know that that whole genre of those four to seven people that make a lot of content doing impressions of me has been also one of the most wildly like like amazing feelings of my life. The, the fact that I'm in a place where people will actually impersonate me and- Like how? How would they impersonate you? Stop it. Like, <laughs> no, I mean like, like how would they impersonate you guys? They're like, TikTok? <laughs> and so- You need to make at least one TikTok video a day. When he, when, by the way, when he added, that I bite my nails 24-7. Yeah, yeah. Somewhere around like the 17th one, he added this and I was on the ground. Like, but let me get to this point. You'll love this, you, you know this world. Like the fact that some of them have used that to get a lot of awareness to then build their actual, I mean, it's, it's fucking, you yeah, know, it's great. to me, somewhere along the line, I'm like, wait a minute, if I just live my life and I'm just living, but I produce content that they'll have positive impact as the sawdust. I'm just yeah. living, but there's sawdust and this is helping people. That's another wow. version. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Dogs know. Well, no they have sense. You can't. You also can't, can't be mad at them because they just did what you taught them to do. Mad. Like they found it. They no, no. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like they uh, found a. They found a way it's, to to it, create a voice for themselves. It's so funny. Like you know, it's interesting. Again, I'm trying to combat insecurity at scale. So they were doing it for a while. I didn't want to play on that I knew because I wanted them to like <laughs> let it breathe a little bit. Gave, but finally, it got to a point of like a year in, six months in. I was like, let me let me live a little. And, I, and I, when I I would leave a comment or make acknowledgement, and I was fascinated. So many people were like, oh, thank God you can take a joke or thank you know like. And I was like, man, that's just like the default cynicism or the default insecurity framework of our society. Anybody who's watching who's got the benefit of getting popularity to buy homes and ha and happy to, and like help their mom. Like you have to, you, there's another side to it and you have to also enjoy that. And to me, by the way, nothing for nothing, none of it is grounded in malicious intent. 
Even no, people, of course even not. people that go more center. No, it is. Yeah, he doesn't like you. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so I'm very, I'm like outrageously flattered. Hey, you, hey, yeah, you watching? You know, I work with Barstool Sports, right? Well, if you do know that and you haven't signed up for the Barstool Sports book, what is good? New players can sign up right now with the exclusive promo code LOGAN1000 and get their first bet 100% risk-free up to $1,000. Make your first deposit today, and if your first bet loses, get an equal free bet up to $1,000 in sportsbook bonus cash. That's actually a sick deal. Additional terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Must be physically present in Arizona, Colorado, Illinois, Indiana, Maine, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, or Virginia. Depend. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. In Tennessee, call or text the Tennessee red line 800-889-9789. Now back to the show. You should get faster at that. <laughs> yeah, you know, the guys at that commercial on the road. That, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's going to be me. They're just trying to do the same thing that, that you are. 100%. You know what I'm saying? Like a lot of, the, and, and by the way, that's another thing I realized about a lot of the, the hate comments or like stuff like that. You would have hated everybody at 16. That, you would have well, shit on for, everybody. For sure. But they're, they're trying to post something that gets the most likes. 100%. You're trying to put out a video that gets the most yes. views. They want somebody to 100%. hit thumbs up on their content because it makes them feel good inside. Or, or lead to something. That, that's where I, the thing that I think for everybody's knowing that a lot of influencers and a lot of people coming up the game watches because they look up to you three and are coming up. Let me give you one good one right from the, this will really play. Just detach yourself from all of it. Like the thing that works for me is not that I can deal with the hate. It's that I can deal with the admiration. Yeah. The reason I can deal with people telling me I suck and I'm overrated and I blow is that <laughs> when people tell me I'm the goat, I don't hear that either. Mm. If, you're, you're right in the middle. Yeah, because Balance. because if you fall in love like with positive affirmation, well then you're vulnerable. Like when, pe for example. Because then you're caring about- 100%. One of the things I think about a lot is if your whole life you're cute, if you're pretty, girl, boy, right? And all your affirmation is coming from that, that's a lonely game at 50. That's plastic surgery at the Yang. That's like, that's your framework. This is where I get my validation from. It rots quick. I watched a Drake interview, something he said that I abide by now. There are a couple of things he said in this particular interview. Um, 72 hour rule before you make any decision that, mm. you know, is uh, uh, starts Very with emotion. Um, another one he said, uh, he said, I try not to get too caught up in the highs or the lows. That's right. Which, which it, it's That's essentially it. it's same, same thing as what you're saying is like, you know, it, there's, there's a baseline where my uh, mental functions optimally. And that's where I it's, like to it's, live. It's a counter energy when everyone's like, you're the fucking, like, you I'm like, dude, my parents had sex at the right second and I have intuition. Mm. And- who the fuck am I? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I beat, like I go that way. And then the other way you fucking suck. I'm like, you suck too. Right. I mean like, uh, like people are good at certain things. They're not good at certain things. Like I, I think that you just got to understand that when one thing's coming at you fucking like a superhero, just push the other energy. The problem is when people are getting love, you're fucking awesome. You're the, they fucking want that. Yeah. They want to eat the shit out of that. Oh, I'm hot. Yeah, oh, I'm rich. Yeah, I'm fucking best. Yeah, but then they're like, you suck. Oh, like, they're like, fucked yeah. up. You got to stop both of it. You uh, you deal with a lot of famous people, a lot of successful people, a lot of celebrities. Um, for those who you haven't met yet, who might not even know you, yeah. If you admire them, how do you engage in conversation with someone who's heard everything you're ever about to say? You mean? Like, I, like like people I'm, I actually know you. So that's funny. You changed the question at the end there. You mean people that do or didn't know me at all, or you mean people actually that, people that really do? People that do not know who. You, like, I, do you assume? I assume your most, peers know you or no? No, I don't. Okay, so I'm a. Let me rephrase. 
that's changed a little bit in the last two years. Yeah, yeah. In the and, last and, two and years, I can feel there's a difference, and now I, I am aware. So three years ago, I definitely didn't assume. I was like, I it didn't even allow myself to go there for what? Who gives a fuck? The last couple of years, I also don't like being delusional. I'm like, yes, a lot more people know who I am. I, I would agree. I would also say, because of how weird I'm playing it, I also know that very few people actually really know what the fuck's going on with me. And so I have to take that into consideration. Okay, okay. So so then, yeah, let me, let me, let me amend the question to when, if anyone has a, a chance to approach someone who's has had a wealth of experience in their life, um, and with that maybe comes money, um, yep. knowledge, whatever it is. How do you engage in conversation with these extraordinary people? Is there a, a I'm gonna answer, I'm gonna give you a bunch of things because you were going somewhere that I want to share because it was one of the biggest mistakes I've made in my life and I'm trying to get better at it. So I D Rock knows where I'm going, I think. Um <laughs> I never reached out to anybody for like 10 years. Nobody. I I first of all was focused on just doing the right things and I knew good things would happen if that happened. I also, if I'm being very transparent and vulnerable, I enjoyed that things came to me and I wasn't asking for them. I was also taught by my parents like never ask for anything. So there's some of that, but I'd be lying here and full of shit. There was definitely a part of me that'd be like, ah, yes, XYZ reached out to me. Like I liked it. It felt like I accomplished something. I was, I, I'm aware of that now. Right. Just a lot, like I, I really am so thankful that I don't have a whole lot of ego, but I would argue what I just said was grounded in light, I'd like to call it lightweight ego. <laughs> I, I enjoyed it. It sneaks something, up on But it. something something really hit me. So, Kobe. So, Kobe passes and multiple people reach out to me two or three weeks later saying that they were in the process of reaching out to me because in that window, in the last six months, he started really like liking my content mm. and thought I had the, like we had like wanted to meet mm. that it was going to be fun for me. One guy specifically that I know very well, I went to Qatar with him before the world cup, like rot, like, like really was like called me like pretty emotional. I was like, you don't like eight days ago we had the conversation that was a, like, like, and I just remember thinking, talk about somebody I really admire because I'm so competitive. And so I, <laughs> everything he is as an athlete, I understand cold, cold. Competition is a framework of my life. Like for all the foofy, be nice and all that stuff, I'm an assassin. I want to kill all of you. <laughs> you know, like I'm just very- That's getting clipped. You know? <laughs> for sure. That shit is getting Please clipped. Please clip that in context. And going straight to TikTok. Yo, then he looked at me at big eyes and nodded. <laughs> you, know, you know that guy? You know that guy Yo, that I, I, I slowly was like- The guy that clips up the podcast. <laughs> but you know, like, like honestly, like, you know, the reality is, is that I love being competitive. And when I say that, it's like being on the field. It's like sports, right? You watch them, they like battle elbows, wanna kill each other, game's over, dap it. Sometimes too much. Cause when you're a fan, you're pissed. I'm like, don't fucking dap. Like, you know, but like, and so I understand and love competition. I admired that mindset, that tenacity, that accountability. Like, I, and he was also nice. So nice. So like, that's what like really fucks with me. So anyway, it happened. And I get three or four people and like within the first six to eight weeks of his passing tell me, and I'm just like, man, I'm such a fucking dick face, right? Like, like why? Why couldn't I have reached out and be like, hey, I really, what you've done for these years, it's really cool. And then maybe we would have had dinner and I would have that memory. And so I've been actively, you know, I did it for kids on the come up. I did it 
I do it all the time. I still do it. There's oh, that's nothing. interesting. I love doing it for. Oh, wow. I, I do it. I, I bet a bunch of kids are actually for this world. A bunch of people are like, really? Because you came out to me and I had 1,800 people and I had four. Yeah. I love encouraging the kid. I love it. But when somebody's like that person already, I, I haven't done that. And I'm trying to do that more. Interesting. That's so crazy. that's you're do you're literally not doing what you teach them to do. Like, that's exactly right. That's what I'm saying. Because exactly you're wrestling right. with, and it's not a bad product. No, no, thing. no. It's literally just like, uh, no, it's I, your parents I, teaching you it, don't ask no, for something. It's, it, that's exactly right. I thought I was doing the better version. I was doing it for the people that needed it more. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Kobe doesn't need another person saying he's the greatest. Yeah. I thought I was doing it for the person to give them a push, yeah. to give them a pump, to like help them, to maybe answer a question they're dealing with. Like, mm -hmm. And it was working. Mm -hmm. I just wouldn't do it for you know somebody. Like, I, I'm so pumped that I DM'd Roddy Rich now. Like I'm pumped that's there. I'm pumped that that DM sits in there. What'd you say to Roddy? I fuck with your shit. <laughs> <laughs> we're trying to have we're trying to have him on the show. I'm really good, good. friends with his with Kifa. I love his, it. His exactly. Yeah. So like you know like I like that. I'm trying to do more of that. I'm pushing myself. As far as like the, maybe where you were going with that question in a different direction, I think everything is context. I can know everything. I mean, I can have a dinner right now with D-Rock that's profoundly interesting because we've not traveled as much the last couple of years and even though I know all the foundational things and we know each other so well, so for me, if somebody knows everything about me or I know everything about them, that has nothing to do with the sit down and chopping it up because everything's contextual. It's of this moment. I agree. Yeah, cool. You're really good at living in the moment. And I was gonna ask how you maintain such a vast memory of all these tidbits of knowledge that you have? Are you journaling? Are you constantly writing? Is it all off the dome? All of it. Yeah, I mean, this is back to, here's a good one. Like, you don't, like you don't map out your speeches? No. I don't even know what, I didn't, I'm lucky that I barely knew we were even coming here. Just now, like I don't even sometimes know the next meeting. I'm very bad at that, so I have a lot of infrastructure. This is something I think a lot of people need to hear. <laughs> Wait, so they just stick you on stage and say go? But it's it's less that, it's like I sometimes legitimately, like most of the time, I actually don't even know what my day is gonna be like. I just look at the first meeting, and then like the next meeting's like, oh fuck, I got this. Like It's just like, you know, cause it doesn't matter, I'm prepared. You have a Dude, great- are you my idiot. dad? <laughs> George, George, yes, George didn't know. He didn't know why he was in Puerto Rico. He go, he go, he, we flew him here. He goes, "What are we doing again?" I'm like, podcast. "Gary Vaynerchuk is on the podcast." My thing, my thing on the podcast is not coming prepared because the audience might not know who you are. Yeah, that's right. So I want to, I want to get to know you. I love organically. that. I think that's super smart. I'm so, I'm just, Listen, we I, cu we cut you off. I'm sorry. You, um, so. Where are we going with well, I was asking, uh, uh, do you oh, prepare have, yourself, I, how you memorize, how you jot down your I wanna your say this, because I know this will bring value to people. I think most people become fixated at getting decent at something they're naturally bad at. I'm obsessed with becoming the all-time insane version of the things I was naturally good at. So memory, unstoppable, and I use it. And it, you know, other things, you can hire around as you go up the, the ranks or you can just punt it. I punted a ton of things that I wasn't, I'll give you one, blogging. So I was right about e-com, I was right about Google AdWords, I was right about email, and here comes blogging in 2002. And like 2002 to 2004, 2005, blogging. Perez Hilton, remember that? Yeah, like, it was course. blogging. I can't write for shit. You tried. No, I didn't even have to try. I knew exactly how I wrote. Why didn't you try? Because you, 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 you knew, knew he wasn't good at it. Have you ever looked at some of the texts I've sent you? I have no <laughs> capability of putting... Every single day, <laughs> you text us, men, with an exclamation point. I swear to God, that's not mark. a joke. He goes, <laughs> he goes, men? 
Men? <laughs> like, that's it. it if it's love, it's me love, and a few other guys. Like, I what do you want? Like? What I do you want? I want to know what you're, if you're good. Men. I want to know if you're good. <laughs> Is that I, what it means? Hey, you know, it's exactly what it means. We were just talking about it. When I got off stage, they're going to be like, oh, so I, uh, B-Friend Series 2 just unveiled. I know. And I was, when I got off the stage, I was trying to catch up before we got here on the way here. And it was funny. They were all saying like, Dio, great job, by the way. Dio said, hey, I need to know what's going on with the project because I guarantee the second he gets off stage, he's going to ask. And then one of the guys on team, Tyler, I think, uh, said, no, he's at, well, yeah, how's vibes? How's vibes with my team is men with me, you, Kalish, Banks. Like, I just, for me, I just want to know the following thing at all times. Are you good? Is there anything I can do for you? It's my natural state. My mom is that. That's how I became it. Like, are you good? Is there anything I can do for you? Yeah, yeah. It's my favorite feeling. I love it. I'm so good. And so I'm so, I feel guilty and grateful that I'm so good that all I want to do is make you good. I appreciate that, Gary. It's a good feeling. Like, listen, for everybody who's watching right now or listening, if you're good, fucking it's our, for everybody who's happy, it's our responsibility to help. Because right now, negativity is very good at marketing. Negativity is very loud. Negativity is very viral. The problem with positivity is you can be dismissive. You're not affected. You're shit, you suck, the world sucks. You're just fucking iron and you can move on. I think you have to be an active participant if you're that fucking lucky. And I take on that responsibility heavy. Do it as a Jets fan. As a, think about as that. A, I mean, I, I, you punted a lot of things that you're bad at, man. And I cannot imagine you the fact hear that you are still sitting in those fucking jet seats. Every, how do you do not that? Only, not only that, tomorrow morning when I fly back, it's gonna be, what, a Wednesday? Thursday's the draft. I am like sweating, thinking, are we gonna take Icky? Do we take sauce? Like, I'm fucking obsessed about Thursday and Friday. I, I got all this shit going on, and I'm like, Thursday, we're gonna take these college kids, and if they don't save my life, I'm gonna be pissed. That was, like, that was the first place know, I ever met you was at a Jets game with Sean, with Sean Nelson from Love's Be, be honest, do you have any remembering of Mike Malak no meeting for the first no time? Shot. Ready for this? Two, uh, we were 14. You guys were three rows in front of us. Uh, what's going on with your brain, dude? How do you remember shit like that? <laughs> like, how would you remember? I, I was re- like, dude, that's Gary Vee. And this I re- was like 2015. Yeah, I remember. Probably. But, do you remember I re- but do you remember him? Sean Nelson. Come on, that's his CEO of Love Sack. But Mike, the, the druggie at the time. <laughs> I was like, not a have, druggie. Have, I, like, I don't know if you caught up with there, you're like a, So there's two things that go huge for me. Faces, like dominant. Right. Like, do, like I'm fucking like clear. When it comes to face, you know, clear the thing in the airport yeah. and just looks at it and it's like, uh, uh, that? uh, yeah, wow, yeah, that's yeah. face. I'm like human clear when it comes to faces. <laughs> that thing is impressive. Also, Mike's a very memorable person. Like when you meet him. Yeah, but it was very, chill. It was quick. Yeah, it was before fast. kickoff. Like, but I remember it vividly. That's exactly when it was. Uh, yeah. Three rows in, like I can remember things like that very, very, very You're well. You're the rain man. In those, in, <laughs> in that. Fucking <laughs> rain man, But on the Jets front, right? This is actually real right now. One of the reasons I have so much compassion is I'm so bitter as a sports fan between the Jets and the Knicks. There is no question in my life that like I am the least version of myself in those settings. I am out of control at Jet games. I hate people. I want to fight. I want to. I've I've done. I've been my worst self at football stadiums, and so it makes me realize. Wait a minute. People who are not happy can lose control and have bad behavior. I hate Patriot fans for real. That's called envy. Oh, it's interesting. You use these moments of uh, out of character to relate when you are this Gary to the people who are stuck in that state. 
Interesting. Yeah. That that became the connection point where I'm like, I get this. You're unhappy in real life. I'm unhappy in this sports life. So oh, I get it. So I get because yeah. I because I really mean it. Like no, like this is not for show. Like at a Jets game, I'm unhappy. I'm <laughs> are pessimistic. Are you a liability? To the Jets? To the fans. To, to, the world? to yourself. Yes, to society. There's this great <laughs> moment. I wish my friends were here. I'll tell the story. I never really tell my bad Jets stories because they're bad. There was, this is a, this is a typical Gary move. Um, Steelers travel well. So when the Steelers play the Jets, half the stadium is Steelers. So for some miraculous reason, during a bad Jets season seven years ago, we decide we're gonna beat the Steelers. So we're gonna win the game. They've got their towels, da da we're gonna win the game. We're, it's wrapping up, the game's over. Five minutes left, we were up by three touch, we won. This 80 year old dude is walking up the, like the, the steps to go to his seat and I stand up and I go, sit down old man, you're finished, right? Like just pissed, like sit the fuck down old man, you're finished, right? And I sit down and everyone like, you know, I, I, there's a lot of season ticket holders that sit with me and they're kind of like, they love me because I defend us, but sometimes I go too far and they're embarrassed and this would be a step too far and they're embarrassed. And then like <laughs> Lou turns to me, goes, everyone's a little upset that I did that because he's a very nice Just old the man. Guy. There's no reason to do that. He's a worker and, at the stadium. And, no, no, he's a, he's a Steelers fan. He's got the Super Bowl jacket. He's walking and Lou turns to me, goes, and everyone's upset and Lou goes, man, I wish everybody knew what you actually meant. And I'm like, I know. Because I meant you're about to die. Not that you're a Steelers fan. Like that's, like, I'm like, sit down, you're finished in life. Not the Jets-Steelers game. Oh like that's, I've hip checked. The Jets lost to the, I, the Jets lost to the, oh, uh, to the Patriots 10 years ago. You I really was, are I an was, assassin. I was 36. Yeah. This 12 year old kid's walking by me after the game. I hip check him into this, in a 12 year old boy. I'm 36 years old. I hip check him into the cage. His dad turns. I'm like, what the fuck are you going to do about it? Like I get crazy. Is oh, that, you're a liability. Is that the one thing I mean. that you would ask for before, before you die would be a, a, a Jet Super Bowl? That's why I'm gonna buy them and win one. I'm not even like letting it be up for chance. I'm gonna take care of this shit myself. <laughs> I believe you. That's crazy. We That's got crazy. We got close to the NFT shit, and we clearly have to do this. Like he's got his open CEO. Well, you said because you said V Friends too uh, yeah. unveiled, and I, I I realized I hadn't looked at him yet because I, I pulled mine up. I'm an investor V Friends. I got a I got a good one. I got the hard pick. I know. T Rock's favorite. Oh, it's the only character in all of V Friends. That is made up. It doesn't exist, which, doesn't exist, which is why I bought it. Can't wait it's to see be, what, it's, what yeah, you do with it, Gary. So, so, um, where do we even start with this? The NFT yes. space started popping off. Yes. Early last year. Yes. Um, you, similar to the Pokemon thing, urged I do my research, yep. and there's an infamous call. Yes. That we had. Yep. And I see clips of it going viral <laughs> online. It was a CryptoPunks call. Yeah. Beast was on it. Casey yep. Neistat was on it, and we loaded up on CryptoPunks. And since then. You have continued to consume in the space and educate yourself in the space and then create in the space, which is kind of a similar journey to what I've done. Yes. And I'm wondering what about the NFT space made you feel the same way that you felt about social media back in the day? Humans need to communicate. It's a core thing. And I believe that more than speaking, more than writing, more than singing, the number way... Number one way that human beings communicate is by buying things. Really? Yeah. Look at what you're wearing right now. 
I can't believe it, by the way. <laughs> Bro, you're I've already talked about Look at what you're wearing, this. by the way. A I mean, shawl. I've already talked about this. holy shawl. <laughs> so he looks like a Scooby-Doo character. It's probably like three grand. <laughs> right? He looks what? like he's about to fight crime. Here's what's profound about it. Four years ago, if he saw someone wearing this, he would take a total shit on that person. Today, it's him communicating a, a, a lens of creativity, wealth. a lens of wealth. It could be, that's exactly right. So why I bring that up, if you look around, like what everyone's wearing and what, like it's humans communicate through what they buy. Fashion is a quadrillion dollar industry. Mm. A quadrillion dollar industry. Is that a real thing? The word no. you're saying? Okay, <laughs> <laughs> People are at home like, hey, and F's. D's and F's. D's and F's. Is there a PowerPoint We make the worst because we're confident that we won't get the right word Really? It is one of the biggest industries in the world. We all buy sneakers and t-shirts and hoodies and hats and all sorts of things that really cost four bucks and nine bucks and 22 bucks and we spend 2,000, 3,000, 5,000 because that's how people communicate. Mm. They communicate in reverse too. People dress down when they get wealthy. Like it's all, it's not just I'm gonna show, people are like, oh yeah, I'm just gonna show you rich. That's not true at all. It goes the other way. The way people wear their hair, their facial hair. There's a million ways to communicate because of what you buy. I thought social media was gonna be huge because I thought people were gonna use pictures to communicate and I ended up being more right than I even thought. It became the framework, yeah. right? I think NFTs are going to be that for our society and it has a utilitarian value. It is the biggest technology shift since the internet. The blockchain, the consumer blockchain is the biggest new thing since the internet itself. And more importantly, here's why everyone's fucking it up. Everyone's thinking about it like it's the internet, which is why they don't understand it. When the joke, the big joke of, well, I'll just right click and save it, it's a JPEG, ha ha ha, is when people are basically turning into their mothers. What I mean by that is, all the same kids that made fun of their parents for not having an iPhone when they had a Blackberry, or for not having, older, my generation, not, like most parents wouldn't do email, they were scared, or buying things online, or all those things. Watching a bunch of 20 and 30 year olds that think they're cool, that are, think they're dominating, that think they're winning, shit on NFTs makes me smile because I'm like, if these people knew that they had just turned into their parents, they'd be devastated. Mm. They are demonizing a new clear technology because of a lack of interest to do the work. I, I will, I will, yeah, uh, for, for, no, for sure. I will, I will play the, the other side. Please, and this, and this please. comes as a, as a avid investor. In yeah, NFTs. please. I've spent a ton of money yep. on them. I believe that there has, you know, also, been a tremendous irresponsibility within the NFT creation community to drive that belief set. I couldn't agree with right? you more. And so it's, and that sucks. And we've talked about that irresponsibility a lot in the show, rug pulls, it's shit the worst. projects, abandoning it's roadmaps. The worst. Yeah. And so it's, it, 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 but it, that, but that happens with everything. For sure. Right. Bad it, actors. Especially when a lot of money's in play. Uh, uh, yeah. This is exact, this is, I'm telling, I can't wait. You know, it's funny. My whole life I feared getting older cause I love life and I want to live forever. But I'd be lying if I didn't say, oh, I see, there's some cool stuff to this. I actually can't wait to chop it up in 20 years when you guys, 15 years when you guys are this and I'm the next version. I'm gonna be like, see, like the patterns, you see them again. Mm, right. I, when I was 22, the internet was doing this. It, we had internet companies like pets.com worth $17 billion doing $0 in revenue. So this bad behavior that we're seeing now from influencers and like a lot of the insecure people that want a quick bag, people are ruining the, like if the kids that are getting a million, that are making a million dollars on rug pull realized how all the A players are talking about them, they'd be devastated. They're 22, they're scamming people, 
they're pumped because they have a million bucks right now and they bought a cool fat place in the fucking hills. And meanwhile, all the players that actually matter have just eliminated them from any consideration to do business Moving with them. Forward, mm. yeah. It's over. What about this type of mindset? So this is what always happens. It's what happens. I, let me just finish. No, no, finish. You know, influencers, there's bad influencers too. Brand deals, oh, they're ruining it. It works itself out. Right now, your statement is exactly right. One of the biggest reasons that people are confused about this is there's bad acting. The problem is before there was bad acting, because bad acting is a nine month phenomenon, not an 18 month phenomenon. Before there was bad acting, everybody still said the same thing. Right. People don't like new shit. Look at TikTok. You guys lived through this. Oh, we were, I, no, we were the people. Gary, we were I, the we, fucking people. We, right? I, am, I am ashamed. I saw you raving about TikTok. <laughs> We'd come on this exact podcast I and go, fuck that platform. <laughs> it's for kids dancing to music. Who cares? It's weird. It doesn't make any sense. Now nah, I'm a TikTok. You know what it is? <laughs> you know what it is? Guys, Academy fucking. Award, I'm telling you. <laughs> that's not This is a lot. Dude, just a bunch of underage girls in this. No, no you know, well, TikTok's algorithmic, so if that's what you're seeing, I don't get on it. seek help. I don't get Seek help. So here's what I need to ask you about this Please NFT because TikTok is dead to me. I can never do it. Uh, and, and mind you, mind you, it, it, it might be a downfall of mine, but I will not. It's not about a downfall. I will not do anything you, I'm, you, I'm not proud of, and you, I'm not no. proud of TikTok. But why don't You'll you make content that's not dancing? There's so many people on the app that make incredible. Have, fucking let's let's talk about this. Ready? Yeah. yeah. But you make Instagram? No. So what do you make? Uh, I, I literally <laughs> these three things that I'm focusing on right no, now no, is no. I'm right. I'm finishing up this movie that I'm love doing. Uh, podcast stand up. And I Good. realize that spreading myself uh, too thin to me, fucks to me, me up. So me doing me, yeah. this on TikTok? <laughs> well, that's different. You know that's different. That's just judging what's inside of it. That's like somebody doing stand-up, but they suck at it. Like what is inside the bucket is different than if the bucket has validity of it, of its attention that it's in it. So like what you fill it with is different, which is why I asked because if you were like, no, I, I I do Instagram, I'd be like, those are just empty vessels. It's the same thing. To your point, you've taken a philosophical and a self-awareness framework game and said, you know what? This is where all this is happening. For me, what works is I'm gonna play in the kind of like real world, right? And it's gonna work for me and that's awesome. Can I tell you why I made the decision? Please. Uh, on Facebook, I absolutely crush it out. My videos are doing 30 million, 20 million it's on skits. Amazing. Yeah. And uh, nothing came from it. Like it was gone the next three months. So I made a promise and a vow to myself. I was like, yo, I will not touch anything. I'm not absolutely proud of it. I would, That's I would, your fault. I would, I, I would ar yeah, I would argue. And I would also, I, I'd love, first of all, I would love to have a proper dinner and go like three, four hours deep. I think you'd be surprised how much came from it. I just need to know everything that's happened in your life. Because yeah. I think what we do is we're too literal and you were in the show business game. LA's framework on this is the worst. Oh, I didn't get a thing from this. I didn't make a movie from this. Like, it's so transactional. Yeah. The LA vibe is so transactional. I would argue, potentially, I've got to learn the whole story, which is why mm. I need four hours. Yeah. I, I bet you when we're done with that, I might argue that everything happened because of it. Maybe. And, and I'm down to actually hear that out. Yeah, we'll chop it. But can I ask you the NFT thing? Because yeah, I, I yeah. know there's a few people that are yeah, watching yeah, it that course. are on the same boat. I never really talk about it because I, I truly don't care about it. And, and, that, and that's, that's the great. lack of knowledge. No, and, it's and, not. And, that's like, like not caring. This goes back to detaching yourself from personal opinion. I don't think I like anything. I like the Jets. <laughs> Tag sales. <laughs> you know? Tag sales. Yeah, I do like garage sales. But like, but, sales. What, you know, when people, like one thing that I see a lot definitely in this genre of like popular culture, which you guys play in heavy, it, that's amazing. Like, like you don't like it, that's good. Yeah. That has nothing to do with is it something or can it be 
beneficial for you to raise awareness for a nonprofit or to do business or he's you know, he's good at that. So th this is what I was going to kind of tack on. My biggest strength on earth that's where I'm where I'm at today is I learn not from my mistakes, from other people's mistakes. I watch somebody touch the fire and I'm like, wow, he just burned the fuck out of himself. It's, it's I'm why, not gonna it's do why that. you're good at stand up. So I it's all, it's I all would rather hang yeah. back for five years. Just, just watch all these clowns. Do you know for a fact he's good? Have you seen him ever? No, I don't. Dude, you well. tweeted out that I was amazing. Well, don't take my word for it. I'm it's just right. saying. How do we know? I he wears that shirt. Word. I really should. <laughs> I love that shirt, by the way. <laughs> yeah. But he's definitely saying something, which is like, "Hey, artsy friends, be my friend." <laughs> be my friend please <laughs> is, is that a bad outlook and is is that me being my mom and dad being like yo let me just hang back for five years and see what, my, what they're know, doing it's, and let, it's and let really funny my take especially like nuances from afar and now some energy together my take is that's an interesting framework for you because you're so intuitively strong it shouldn't take you that long hmm. i think you're self-aware too so that means like I jump into everything first, just like you walk into the room and you'll never waver. The re all my friends are like, why are you jumping into NFTs? You've, you've left so much money on the table to protect your reputation. This thing could be crazy. I'm like, you don't understand the blockchain. Gary, what's the roadmap utility for series two? I don't need to tell you yet. I know every single person right this second that has any one of those 55,555 and in four years, I might decide to do something and then I'm gonna bring value. You, you you feel confident saying that? I feel unstoppably confident. Why in a world the where everyone is, wants it, instant gratification and a return on their investment? And I think that and, and I saw a video from you today on Twitter that seemed like they were starting to demand that. Did you? They did, are right. But I'm not going to waver to them. Right. I have no interest in appeasing my Discord on the floor price. Right, so right. so my job is to build a project for the next 55 years. The reasons I actually predict some of the most unhappy people in the next two years in popular culture are owners of NFT projects because it's not sustainable to try to appease your discord when everybody has their own self-interest and money mm. in mind, but you can't help it because you're seeing it every second and you can't waver. And most of the people running projects right now, it's their first rodeo, they're young, and they don't know how to handle it. Yeah. I, I'm also, I'm struggling a little bit with this because a lot of the stuff that I, I'm learning more about myself as a creative and executioner, and I'm finding I'm much better at the creative than I am at execution. You've seen it with some I've of my saying, stuff. I've been saying it to you forever. And and you're a creative juggernaut, but you're not a COO. I'm not. And I'm that's not. Awesome. By the way, by the way, had a call with a potential COO today. We I find, I'm like holy shit. This is the gap I I need. Did I need this. The, I need this did person. You use the playlist of things. Yes, I did. Nice. Yes, and 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 um. I'm having a, a little trouble with this because, you know, in this space, as you know, everyone wants that 100x tomorrow. Well, listen, you, you've, you, you know this. I've told you this. You've got some projects that I can't wait for you to make whole. Yeah. Because you can. And you well, have the well, means and, to. And, 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 I'm, you and, just, I'm, and I'm going to in a big way. Ready? But, this but, is just the microcosm of Japan. I, I know you will. You're, and, and you need to give brain power to what that will be. It's done. Great. It's done. I'm, I'm in execution phase, but it. but but still, it's like there's a Which there's is, a stench you know, well, that comes in this world, and, and people love people, to put that on people you. People overpromise. Yeah, yeah. Like if you tell everybody, I do it, but I say the same thing every time. In the next seven, 13, 25 years, V Friends is going to be dominant. So I can't appease you this week. Right, right. You're talking to long term holders. 
You don't want? Did you intentionally not provide a roadmap on the front end of V2? Well, the, on V2, yes, because I knew what I wanted to V2 was very simple. V1 was, I, I am gonna build Disney or Pokemon over the next 55 years, and I need to draw these fucking characters because I want it to be authentic to me. This is my fucking thing. And yes, I know that my drawings are not gonna be as good as a great <laughs> artist that I could have hired, but it was important to me. It came out of my brain. I was off the grid. I decided that I want this character to be, you know, the does generous it, gerbil. Like that's what I want. Does it bother you when people critique the art? Of course not. All, all, do you know that Kevin Rose told me the other day that when the canvas was invented, all the art community said real art can only be on a building. What? How about that? But what? that's another example of, of exactly it's what we're the, talking about. Well, that's and, the, and, Andy Warhol and Jackson Pollock are is not art graffiti. Was when I, I'm 46. We got Alec Monopoly in the house, right? sitting right, right there. Right. Like, this, just this, is, this is very, this is very meta. I, you know, I grew up in Jersey, in like, uh, in like an urban Jersey, when in the 80s, when all I heard the two things that I thought were the coolest at 12 years old was rap and graffiti. I was like, this is just cool shit. I'd go visit my grandma in Queens and be like, oh, this is the fucking real shit. You know, like, you'd see it. I thought it was the fucking best. And all I heard at 14, 15, 17, 19, when grownups were around, was hip hop's not real music. Oh, oh yeah, of course. It's a fad. Yeah, for sure. Graffiti oh is a fucking terror on society. Yeah. I'm like, really? This shit's the it best. Went all the way to Senate. There were and senators yes. like this. And is now, and video games? Are Same you kidding thing. me? Video Same games were like, thing. this is the stupidest shit of all time. I'm like, weird. Every one of my friends just wants to do it 24 7, 360. So, like, I just have always thought that way. And so, for me, that's just how I see things. And so, this blockchain thing, the blockchain is such a big deal. Like, that's the, and hip hop, I think, has changed the world. Graffiti is a profound art form. With all due respect to those two things, which are phenomenally it's not massive, <laughs> uh, fucking blockchain is fucking internet level big. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say that might be that might be the biggest, most recent like uh, uh, shift in human technology that, that we've had. Uh, and I think on the NFT front, it taps into a lot more of like why we have tap like it, the NFT part taps into so much EQ, not just IQ. And I don't think people are seeing it, but it's why it happened. I mean, I literally. And again, you know, I keep pointing to D-Rock because he was there when this was happening. I literally told them that, I didn't know it was gonna be called Board Ape Yacht Club, but I literally told them, I'm like, somebody's gonna be the Nike, the Yeezys, the mm. Kith. I kept saying Kith, I think. I'm like, somebody's gonna, like, I knew I wasn't, because I wasn't going for that. I was going for more Pokemon, Disney. I'm like, somebody's gonna come in here and build Kith, and Board Ape Yacht Club, out of control. Fucking, out of control. Board Ape Yacht Club is Kith, out of it's control. Kith. Now, that, to those, you know, I'm an investor, I'm a fan guy, I was serious, my guy, I met the found, a couple of the founders very early when Board Ape was a week or two old. I cheer for them heavy, I hope they win. How many apes do you have? Seven. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I feel for those guys, because it's hard as fuck. Hell yeah, heavy Be, lies the crown. When you're, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yes. That, that, they're gonna <laughs> have the biggest challenge. Staying kith, staying palace look at supreme but they've done look a very supreme. but they've done a very good job because like, remember the problem. when they were up Red, against uh, punks no, and and, and the floor was amazing. right there and they're, it was no, a competition they're almost amazing they're a year old crazy right it feels like six hundred thousand years like they are i have a lot of respect for that team guys been doing it from madonna to now like they'll do it but Honestly, I, I'm more comfortable building V Friends Marathon Life, like that game, because when you build on pure cool, you've got to fuck, I mean, look at, I mean, it's really hard. 
Will you release? Zeke Cavaricis were the coolest pants when I was in high school in the 90s. Don't tell me this. I just spent a lot of money, a lot of money Good. on an ape. You should. A no, like a tremendous amount. You should. It's a but the floor went up four eats. Not I quite. Not quite. It's not super natural. It's it's. There's a bot. Not. It's not a bot. It's the the land thing. Is that's correct. Other outer. Listen. Anytime before an airdrop. Listen. There's first of all, everybody who's boost. listening, these are big numbers. Everyone who's listening, everyone who's listening, <laughs> even if it's thirty dollars, do it on Solana, which is a great platform. Cardano. Like, there's other places. ETH has gas, so it gets expensive. Every person, if you listen to this fucking remarkable pop culture, current state of society show, and you've not yet bought an NFT, you're doing a big disservice to yourself. Whether you end up giving a fuck about NFTs or not, you have to learn what the blockchain's about because it's going to affect your life. You're too young, you have too much ambition if you're watching this, you're, you're too in it, like you're not gonna be able to get into Coachella in four years without it because it's gonna be a fucking ticket to fucking Coachella. <laughs> and, I, try, I try to buy the Coachella NFTs. Oh, they had one this year. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And no matter what happens, you don't want to be a Facebook mom. You know the moms that fa that found out about Facebook twelve years later and they're like, "How do you do the like button?" That's exactly what's happening. Right That's now. gonna be George. That's exactly George what's trying to buy Already Eve. George. He's gonna try to buy ETH, but he's not gonna be able to. <laughs> it's gonna be. Fun. I was gonna say. Oh yeah. Uh, uh, do you plan on releasing a, a V Friends? V3. Yes, but not, I, I have too much inventory in the system now. I have book games, I have V1, I have V2. V2, and you can see how I did it. Yeah. I needed to establish the IP so I could make the video games, so I could make the you know clothing, so I could make the candy, the cereal, the, the trading cards. I needed to convert my sketches into what you're seeing right now. Now I'm good. Now I don't have a need for a series three. Now I need to spend the next chunk of 24, 36 months to get people to give a fuck about Rare Robot, to give a fuck about the patient pig, to give a fuck about the three-horned heart pick. I gotta sign kids' book deals. I gotta do iPhone games. Can I be honest with you? Of course. All right, so I'm your friend. Yeah. Uh, I've known you for a while. And uh, sometimes when I come up with these crazy ideas and I pitch it to my friends, they don't completely get it, but they believe so much in me. They're yeah. like, sure, do your yeah, thing. And I get V friends and I believe in you, but I definitely think probably similar to the way people reacted when you were first getting into wine or yeah. like pivoting into any, any industry. Yeah. It is a bit hard for people to digest that you want to and are going to be the next Walt Disney. I get it. I, and by the way, nobody should take that serious because it's Walt fucking Disney. Yeah. But I'm going to try. I oh, believe I, I think you'll do it. I, you know, like, I think like, you'll do like, it. Like to me, to me, I don't see it being that uh, hard. I mean, like, oh, oh, I'm sorry, George. <laughs> no, no. Here's the reason. Remember, what? he says that you might not like his art, but no, like, well, no, that's not what it, that's not what it's about. That's not yeah. what it's about. Yeah, it's, Empire. Yeah, yeah. It was <laughs> done once. It could be done before. I, I, I again. Who cares? I got these. <laughs> I got FTCs. <laughs> I oh my God. If I brought home I, a C, it'd be a parade. This, this is, this is <laughs> Logan. I think the, the key there, and it's a really interesting moment that I hope people extract from home. I'm not delusional. It's going to take my life. Like I actually, actually have to put all my energy into even getting into the conversation. If I go crazy and get to transformers level, it's all time. To talk about Disney is ludicrous. However, I just don't know how not to make that the framework of how I think. Can I can I ask yeah. you like let's let's dive in here a little bit because I'm super into media, obviously, and yes. storytelling yes. and characters and their arcs. When you did the things with your fucking pets, 
I was pumped. That fucking parrot. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that shit. Yeah. I, I know this about you. Like I, when you did that, I was like, this fucking kid. I gets love, it. I love, I love, I love the entire entirety of the of the thing and the development. I know. And so it's interesting. You're creative. Exactly. You've started with characters. Yes. So now you, I don't know if you have to work backwards, but okay. So can I ask what the next step is? Are you course, are you going to make a script and 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 sell your uh, show to Cartoon Network? Of course. Not only that, it's better than you think. I have real relationships. I'm a real guy. Like I know the people that run these OTTs. Mm. I know the best studios in the world. I know which animation studios I'm gonna buy. I know the people. I know how to put a Broadway show Dude, out. dude, dude, dude. Part of the reason, part of the reason that Originals was delayed was because you fucking bought the dev <laughs> team, team that was gonna yeah. build it. No shit. I swear to God. You fucking ass. Yeah, oh, dude, you screwed me. You ruined all grandpa's <laughs> and stealing your dreams. I, I'm I've been hearing about I'm it for a week. And there's another side, right? I, you know, and you've done this with Maverick. I know how to do retail. Like, like I've already sold a wine company that was DTC. Yeah. To, like, I know what I'm doing. Yeah. Like the thing that, the thing that has been baffling to me is people are buying all these fucking NFTs. They don't even know who the founders are. It's because it's all pumped dump, all bullshit. I'm sitting out here, I'm like, I, I co-founded Resi and sold it for 200 million. I co-founded Empathy and sold it for 80 to 120 million depending on the outcome. VaynerX is a billion dollar company. Like I, I'm Gary Vee, I built that brand. I invested in all these companies. I found people like Logan fucking Paul. Like I'm good at what I, I'm a good businessman. But besides that, besides that, cause you're right. And that's, that is like, I, I think that's like 80% of the reason why I'm buying into V friends. And, I, and I'm, I'm just like, this is an open conversation. I imagine working backwards is super hard because you have no, to have an amazing I'll product. Tell, I'll tell you only. By the way, let's talk about the meta. Right this second, V Friends is just revealed. It's fifty five thousand five hundred fifty five NFTs and twenty thousand holders, right? Yeah, but fifty five thousand. We were talking in the car here. I'm like, how are all the people that have been whispering for the last six weeks? Everybody's like, too much supply, too much supply, too much supply. The thing is melting it right now. Why? Because I have enough demand. I know what I'm doing. And in the same, like to your point, I know how to hire an MA, the right talent, yeah. and build an organization. I have 1,800 employees looking right now. I'm, I am currently the CEO of disproportionately the hottest, largest independent advertising agency in the world. Yeah. I have 350 employees in APAC right now. Like I have Mexico City, like I'm a real businessman. I know people think I'm a motivational speaker. <laughs> I know people think I'm a TikTok influencer. Garage I know sale. what they think because nobody pumps out more content than me. But in real life, actually, I'm trying to become one of the greatest entrepreneurs of all time. I think you might have already done that. No, I haven't, but, but, but if I keep going how I'm going, the way I've defined it for me, because it's an inside game because I want to win this game, is not only do I want to build big companies, because you got to have that if you're going to if you're going to say it, you got to have some points on the board. But I'm incredibly proud of who I am to other entrepreneurs. I think I'm far more selfless than other people that have my talent in this game, and I don't need all the points on my board. I like putting points on the board for others. You ever talk to Tony Robbins? Yeah. Does he inspire you? Do you inspire him? Is it mutual? Um, you know, I'm not sure, you know, I don't think I inspired him. He was long, long and you know, he was in fucking movies, like healing fucking Jack Black when I was like <laughs> jerking off watching it. Like, you know what I mean? So like, seems like, like he, some weird content yes. to be jerking he, off to. 
I don't know if you, re- I don't know if you remember that movie carefully. My favorite some, scene is where she jumps her. in the pool. Thank you. So, <laughs> and the kids on the trees. Like, so, so um, you know, I I tend not to be inspired by a Steve Jobs or a Elon Musk or a Tony. Like, that's not how my brain works. I get crazy, like almost like little misty when I get the email from like a kid who's like, "Can you make my mom a five minute, a five second happy birthday video?" She works three jobs, there's six of us. Sure kid, it's a thousand dollars on cameo. <laughs> yeah, thank you. you know, like to, to me- The jet's on you fucking idiot, don't message me right now. Well that I won't even look at. Like the world can be, like Putin could have won during a Jets game and I'd be like, that's fine. This game is like, you know, like I- I could still be beating up old men at <laughs> exactly. the stadium. I've got others that I'm holding back. The hip check of the 12 year old and shitting on an old man is like what I was willing to share. It's that bad. But for me, I don't get inspired that way. I get really, actually, like genuinely, like, like, yeah, okay, I'm a good entrepreneur, I'm doing shit, but like, people are fucking grinding out there. Rags to riches, People that are gr- shit. And some people are rags to rags, only to give their kid a chance to riches. Fuck yeah. I fucking respect the shit That's cool, out of that. My dad. that's cool. My dad, My dad too. You know, that's fucking like, for a lot of us, it was our, our, what our grandfathers and grandmothers, like, and just like, what about old school grandmothers? Like, you know, we talk about like the way the world was, but like people staying at home, taking care of all, like these are, these are moms and grandmas who had six kids, no fucking maids, no help, no fucking Uber this, no this shit, like fucking grinded it. Yeah. So I don't know, I get, I get way more of the less sexy stuff. I, I don't get inspired the way I inspire people, I wouldn't I wouldn't be me. Like for me, I wouldn't have given a fuck about Gary Vee. I get more excited about like real stories that I know of people fucking eating shit for 40 years to help others. Mm. That parent to kid thing, or that older brother, I get a lot of, I'm the older brother, my dad died shit. I don't know what it is about that one. Yeah, I gotta take care of my little bro. Yeah, that one really that's gets what, me like, you know, like. But I, that's why you work though too, is because even though you're not telling that same story in your content, the authenticity, transparency, honesty, it is flows through your I, veins that that resembles that kind of storytelling. Do you I know what I'm saying? In a real way, I think for you guys, back to giving roses in reverse, I think the people that are winning, we talked about it earlier, and I do think people, like you countered in the right way. There's, there's a lot to go through, but my general thesis is humans are animals. We do have intuition and sixth sense. And like most people kind of know. Like, and, and like success is not super by accident. And I think more than ever, your intent to the audience is a huge variable of where things are gonna go. Yeah, and figuring out who that who that audience you wanna speak to is because like, I think you you have a way of speaking to a, a, a group of people who don't have money to invest and teaching them how to try new things and do this and do that. Mine, my, mine has always been, I wanna talk to people who are just trying to survive today. Yeah, They're trying to make it till t- tomorrow. It's not about $9 to put into a stock or $15. Yeah. They're just trying to survive till tomorrow. And you gotta that, figure out who your that, audience is. And I think you have to be okay with evolving. You're gonna be in a place in seven years where you're gonna be a different version of yourself and you might have something else to say. And I think that's powerful. And I think we have to let that happen. You know, I think yeah, a facts. lot about that. I, uh, we had this talk. I, I told Logan, he was in New York and we actually got to spend a little time, which is rare for us because usually just boom, boom, digital, whatever. And I was like, bro, I really do look at you like fucking Marky Mark and The Rock and Will Smith. And I was like, he's the Fresh Prince. <laughs> then he's Will Smith. You know, Marky Mark is like Marky Mark. Then he's fucking Mark Wahlberg. Like, I, I think you have to be okay with evolving. Sometimes you get your identity so stuck. Look, my identity was like, like 2008, when I was starting to get a little momentum, the world melted. 
The economy collapsed. Yeah. Banks, and I was like, look, this is grind time, right? We have to grind. But then you evolve. And Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode two of Wine Library TV. I'm your host. Is it Gary you? Peterson, 2006. Today we are going to visit the wonderful and interesting world of Pinot Grigio. Pinot Grigio! <laughs> Dude! He's come so far! It's really real. You know what's super... You know what? You know when I watch that... Talk about something interesting. You were in a sweater vest. It, it, well, oh, Yo, you fucking. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, you walked into that one, bro. You're <laughs> Gary. He didn't even say anything. Bro. He puffed it with. <laughs> oh my god, that's hilarious. Guys, you want to hear something really interesting? I haven't told this story much. So, that episode, my life at that point is. I need to build this one focus. I have to build the biggest fucking company possible for my father, who I put on a pedestal, brought me to this country, taught me the right way, fucking adore this man. Cause one day AJ's graduating. AJ's already in college. I'm like, we're only a couple years away and I'm going. Cause I need it for me. Cause I've been not making a lot of money building my dad's business and I'm starting to get resentment. Now I'm in there, I'm 31. I took a business from three to 65 million and I'm making like 40, 50, 60,000 a year because you don't get paid in immigrant family businesses. Yeah. And now at 31, hey, you know, at, at 20, you know, at 20, <laughs> he's like, when I die, you'll get it. I'm like, dad, I'm gonna be 73. <laughs> no, this is you. T-Rock, <laughs> <laughs> hand me the gun. You know, and so, and so I'm like, you know, it was a really interesting mindset where I'm there. Meanwhile, what do I do for a living at that point? I sit in front of a computer, send emails and do phone calls, mainly selling wine to collectors around the country. So I'm like thinking about doing content and this is probably, I just said it earlier, I'm really not good at not being myself. This is probably the time in my entire life, 86 episodes, I even, 86 episodes of Wine Library TV, the first 86 of 1,000, I was too scared to be fully me because I thought if they knew who the fuck I was, <laughs> they would never give me $13,000 to buy wine because the wine world was so pretentious. So we, I go 86 episodes in and things are happening. YouTube, there's nobody on YouTube yet. It's 06. I was gonna say, that, that was like 06. when I, I uploaded my first video. At, yeah, yeah, so probably same time, probably same year. So I'm fucking like doing this and it's working and like shit's starting to happen. And I remember I like started talking to the Food Network. This happened in like three minutes. They're like, do you wanna do a show? And I'm like, this is fucking crazy. And I remember thinking, just one day I was driving home because the store's in Jersey and I lived in Manhattan, so I was 45 minutes to an hour each way and I was like, if people like this shit, what would they do if I really let it loose? I said, fuck it. Like, I'm not gonna go do some bullshit like Food Network show, that style, mm. wonderful world. Yeah. Fuck that guy. Wait, like, hold on. You know, like, <laughs> like, you know, it's, and so I the, was- The world of Pinot Grigio is no, pretty- listen, it's pretty legit. Like, let's not go crazy. Yeah, if you drink you know 16 bottles of Pinot Grigio, you can get lit, but you know, I think that so then I made my first episode a little bit more like, this is how I would talk to my buddies, like me, yep. and it fucking went bananas yeah. after that, and that was it. I never- That's how you found your that. voice? Yeah, I really, I just, I fear, right? It was, it, was, it was business fear, but I was scared if I really showed myself and went all the way there that these 55-year-old, 45-year-old, high net worth, Wall Street cats, and don't forget this 2006, the world's changed a lot. So what, what did that look like? Listen here, motherfuckers, we've got a 1948 no, Cabernet from I fucking yeah, Napa. It, it wasn't, like, <laughs> yeah, when I was doing wine content, I didn't, I didn't cur cursing only started happening for me when I took the stage. Yeah. I don't know what happened. Isn't that energy? 
I think it's the fact that I loved Chris Rock and Richard Pryor and Adam Sandler. Like I loved Stan. I was so into Richard Pryor as a kid. Psycho. Like who wasn't lunatic? Loved him so much, and I loved Randy the Macho Man Savage more than life. <laughs> and like when I watched, like when I somewhere around four years in, I kind of like was watching a keynote for some content. I'm like, oh fuck, <laughs> I'm just doing stand up meets wrestling promo video. I completely was so affected by that, that that's my style. Literally, in all my content interviews, like I didn't really curse that much. I mean, I cursed in real life with my buddies, but it was stage that brought that out. And then it just went into content. So for so for people, the one thing I picked up from you the most in the show today is like, you pretty early on identified your passion and desire to just sell, to yeah. be a good to be a good salesman, to, to be, be a good, good speaker and, you know, and, you'll, and you'll marketer. Like I got back to if you get positive affirmation for being pretty. Yeah. I was a DNF student. Yeah. And by fourth grade, my unbelievable hand-eye coordination could no longer hold off the fact that everyone was getting bigger, stronger, and faster. So I went from really doing well in sports in first, second, and third grade to uh uh-oh. So now sports was out. School's out, sports is out. So the only thing I'm getting positive affirmation for as a kid is two things. My mother is giving me tons of it when I'm nice to people in society. Open the door for a lady, it's a fucking holiday, right? Be uh, Kid scrapes his knee and I come over and I'm empathetic and compassionate all dinner. What you did for that kid. And so I'm getting positive for being nice. What's the other thing? Business. Ding, I made $16 today, which was like a billion, right? Like I made $9 at the lemonade stand. So you got into the business of being nice to people. Uh, no, in a I, way, in a way, like, no, push no, it a lot. no. I, they just ran parallel. Got it. I really didn't. I, w- I got into. Oh, I'm good at that. And baseball cards popped off mm. in '86, so I was 11, and I was dominant at that because I knew everything about sports. I had the natural talent of being an entrepreneur. So I'm getting all. I'm doing baseball card shows, making 300 bucks, which is like a billion dollars. I'm fucking winning over here. I'm winning in life. Everyone likes me. I'm popular because I'm nice, but I'm not like a pushover. Like I've and and that became my life. Are baseball cards back like they were? Because I, because you know when you were talking about the kids on the dirt bikes on the train tracks? Yes. That was me at the Knights of Columbus, buying the flare and the upper yes. deck, and I wanted they, the whole set and the unopened packs, like the I Kirby Puckett rookie card. I would tell you that, that that led me right into NFTs, sports cards in yes. 17, 18. That was really a big turning point for me helping people. Like the amount of people I put onto sports cards in 18, right before it blew up, it really, really helped a lot of people, especially with COVID. I mean, COVID hits and I'm getting a hundred, you know, hundreds a lot, a hundred emails a day or DM from Twitter or Instagram, hundred messages a day saying, motherfucker, like you fucking saved me. I just yeah. lost my job. Yeah. And these sports cards, like you, like I saved money and then cards exploded. So yeah. some of those people really went crazy. So sports cards are way, way back. I know the sports card community gets a little, like has feelings towards NFTs because some of those people moved over me for sure. But I'm still doing, like on the flight down here, on the flight down here, I'm texting with my friend Anthony saying, I want to buy a bunch of comic books. Like, go, you know, Golden Ear. Like, oh, like yeah. all this stuff, sneakers. I'm like, I'm going to buy an Optimus Prime, you know, first, transformer in good condition for my best friend Brandon. Like we, I'm on the old side of it, you're in the middle of it and definitely the kids underneath. We are the generation that is not as excited to buy a one family rental and make passive income or buy 100,000 shares of AT&T. Like the things we want to invest in are also our culture. Yeah. 
Yeah, part of our identity. A hundred percent. Yeah. Look what's happened. The reason this is all happening is everyone thinks they're an investor now. You look at TikTok, you see 15, 16 year old girls and boys saying investor, entrepreneur. It's a culture now. Not financial advice. Not financial advice. <laughs> and But they're like really trying to go there and that's very, I mean, there were, when I was in high school, I couldn't find anybody to talk to business about. My friend Scott Hunter, my friend Brandon Warnicky are my core great friends from high school because they were the only fuckers I could find that wanted to talk about selling stuff or doing business. It was just music, right? Rock star, sports, school. It was just not part of culture. It is crazy how that's the kind of discipline that that goes untalked about in high school. I didn't, I didn't know what business was until, in high school. Until two months ago. Yeah, literally. Yeah, I'm, I'm still, Did you guys fix Bro, anything? he used to fucking hate... I would make, I would sit down with them five years ago and be like, dude, like this brand, this could be a good thing. This could, they want to give you equity. He, it, it was like his eyes would glaze over. He's and now, no, but now because he found the intersection, like you talk Correct. about where Correct. business meets passion, Correct. Correct. he's fucking obsessed, but, bro. Well, notice what's happening, which I'm really happy for him for it. Now he's been through another cycle. And he's like, okay, wait a minute. Let me take the best parts, but this operating stuff, because, because when you're creative, right? you get your high from the creativity, the operations is the only way that creativity is gonna come, come to, life, to life, but you yeah. have to get your high from it. The reason Vayner is such a big company, the reason I'm confident about vFriends is I get excited about doing supply chain management of the cereal brand. <laughs> I get excited about selling it to Albertsons. Of course, I get of course. excited about, like no, I'm an operator. 100%. You're an, 100%, out, you're an outlier though. That's I know, a, That doesn't make You have the creative, because one thing yes. we've always done here in, in like for the past like five, six years has been run super lean. This has been one of the leanest, like if you yeah. couldn't even imagine of this right here. Is it? This didn't exist oh, fucking six, it, yeah. six to eight months ago. Yeah. I mean, there were times when it was me, him, Jeff, and a shooter. As you know what I'm saying? That was it. That was it. By the way, the best advantage, you guys came up in the game where you knew that it didn't cost anything. The reason, the same with me, right? It was just me and D-Rock and Andy forever. Yeah. Like, you know, it's when you know what the game is, which is why we've been so disruptive in Adland. When we're pitching for business, we're like, we're so much less cost and so much more effective. Because you know it. Because we know, what are yeah. we gonna charge you $900,000 to do a commercial on fucking television? Ugh. You gotta your fucking shoot mind. It on I love shooting Shoot it on iPhone and deploy it on <laughs> No, I'm not even kidding. Space. I don't know why, but I, I love it. <laughs> Logan's first You should work for VaynerMedia. We'll take you. We'll pay you more than Impulse. <laughs> impulse. That's we not gonna be hard. Right? <laughs> we'll pay you more than that guy who wears that shirt. <laughs> That's not gonna be hard. Um, what's, uh, the, what's at the root of all of it? Or God, sorry. So I, I, yeah. I was just, I was just gonna say, um, no, it's, it's funny, kind of touching on what you said earlier. Is at first when I was getting older, I was afraid of getting older. It's not something you want to do. Yeah. Twenty five. I, I remember. I, oh, I'm twenty five now, <laughs> and then I turned twenty six. I'm like, this is such an insignificant age. Now at twenty seven, I'm like, oh, I figured something out. Yeah, I mean, I, to I, be I, at I, that I, age and have this much figured out, like, I, like I I know some things now, and I think I think younger the younger generation, Gen Z. Whatever the fuck the next generation is going to be what named. Would it go back to A? Gen A. Uh, <laughs> I think, I think, I think I they're getting smarter. The, the 11-year-olds that are coming next that are going to be part of that, those fuckers are going to be wild. They are I'm ready. wild. I'm ready for those. I they don't know what they're going to be. They're going to be like eating like <laughs> like, the, like steel. No, no, no. no. They're going to be crazy. They're going to be crazy. But, be crazy right? uh, so, 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 I love Gen I, Z a lot. Like, I was going to say they're fucking geniuses. I they're brilliant. They're epic. 
They're smart. They know how to use this. They grew up using this. And and, and the, the, I think they're completely un, unstoppable. They need to get punched in the face. Yes. Meaning, meaning not, not physically. Percent. No, not, no, not, no, physically. Yeah, like. No, they do. They do. No, they adversity. Need because, because adversity. That's yeah. what I'm saying. But Gary, they, they, ha- you know, they don't go outside. Everyone says they have it because the world's been unrest, COVID, which is fair. I mean, they're so good at like actually starting businesses and things of that nature. They've had macro adversity, COVID, uh, political unrest. They've had macro, but when they get their micro, cause that's just life. When I say punch of that means just go through life. Yeah. Like you're 27 and feeling strong cause you've gone through some shit. Yeah. When, when Gen Z, not in the macro, not COVID, political unrest and other things. And obviously everyone has family situations, but as a whole, when they get to the time when they stand on their own feet, mm. Like the 27 year old Gen Zer, when you know that's coming, is really gonna have it. Yeah, like a decade, yeah. a yeah. decade from now. I to- I totally agree. Yeah, They're gonna yeah. be shooters. They just gotta yeah. get rocked a couple times, mm-hmm. unfortunately, yeah. uh-huh. <laughs> physically too. It's just important. I mean, Speaking you gotta physically, go outside. Getting beat up let's in real some, life is actually give, a healthy thing. That's what I'm trying to say. hundred percent. So Dude, they make it, you know why? Because in real life, you go. I got my I, ass kicked. I, I'm gonna step this one That's what I'm trying to say. That's what I'm trying to say. By it the makes way, you, makes you realize growing, growing up in Jersey in the '80s, I had we fought, yeah. and like had a great I, music I don't, too. you know, I don't trust someone who's never been in a fight. Of course not. <laughs> I don't. They have the loudest mouth. <laughs> yes, I don't trust it because you have to know what it is. Because uh, yeah, that guy got punched by Tyson the other day. Good. Good, good, yeah, good, yeah. yeah. That was a consensus. Nice. Water bottle at him or something? Yeah. No, no, he's just, just being an annoying. He's being dumbass. He seemed pretty happy about it. He's pumped. He was pumped. He was pumped. No, but on a serious note, I think that that's, I'm really excited for this generation. I think they've really got it. They they figured out a lot of tough things, including, wait a minute, I'll just make $50,000 doing content or selling NFTs or doing garage sales. Like, I'm not going to do something that makes me miserable. They've already beat everybody. And it's and it's like more okay yeah. now. Like yeah. parents are saying, is college canceled? Yeah. College is oh, fucking canceled. College, college is on defense. It's not canceled. Yes. College is on defense and they haven't begun to figure out what to do to turn the tide. It's insane that we are this close from, there's one more generation of parents under me. Uh, you guys, you guys, well, you guys, well, you may know, right? But like, <laughs> yeah, but like, We'll see if that happens. <laughs> but the person that's 25 to 32 right now that's about to have kids is going to be wildly open in 18 years to not have their kid go to college. You know what they need to do? They need to watch our ex-co-host's documentary on the education reform. I think there's five. I was going to say, so like this all starts with education. I, yeah. I was I was looking at what, at there's like 18 philanthropic pursuits um, in general that, yep. you know, there's a bunch, but they can be like categorized in 18 different categories. And I was kind of just skimming and seeing which one I'd like to sink my teeth into yeah. once I start to climb my second mountain. And uh, education reform seems yeah. like the most obvious because it, it, it will stem the solution for the rest. I think, I think education is a macro conversation, not a micro execution mm-hmm. called school. Yeah. Like, you know, to me, first of all, a lot of what we talked about here and where I see things going, we're starting to have much better conversations around emotional intelligence. Mm. We've destigmatized mental health, massive big win for society, massive. We are now starting to talk about foofy things as alpha things, kindness, compassion, empathy. Dudes did not sit around Hell and talk. Hell no. Thank you. So that's starting to trickle. And so I think we're starting to educate on the emotional intelligence front. And then on the kind of black and white science, it, kids are learning on the internet. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> like that's very nice that you go to seventh grade. Like that seventh grader is going home and learning how to do shit yeah. on the internet. Yeah, good and bad. Uh, good and bad. Because you got you got stuff coming out with empirical evidence, and then you got stuff coming out where people didn't read the article, and now well, somebody believes different. that you can drink that's marbles different. to get your protein. That's different. So I, that's I like, you know what I'm yeah, saying. That's it's, a whole. That's a that's a foundational societal thing of headline reason, reading and not giving a fuck. That's called prosperity of a society for too long. We collectively need a punch in the face. Yeah, facts. <laughs> the whole country. Yeah. To George. So with I'm, I'm, I'm a little bit on the other side of it. I want like when people come up to me like, "Yo, should I quit college and do this?" I, I, I there's not okay. I want to make sure I wear this carefully. I didn't do good in school because I knew my mouth and my brain kind of like worked in a different way. Yeah. But we need these doctors. We need these nurses. We need these. They're not attorneys. asking you the question. But no, no. So what, they're not asking you the question. What do you mean? What question? I'll explain. You knew your mouth and your words and your things worked a certain way, and you knew the answer was no for you. Yeah. The people that are going to be the doctors that you want, they're not rolling up to you and me and asking if they should go. They're just going. Exactly. Got it. So it's the oh, in between. Okay. Got it, brother. Yeah. It's the in between, and the in between was always told it's a good bet. And my point is, a lot of people should go to college. Like when when people. Okay, double- so you're not against it completely. No, I'm right. against lack of self awareness. And I'm against the place we were in for the last 30 years where everyone should go Lack to college. Lack of choice. Lack of choice. E- everyone yeah, yeah. should go to college was the absolute cultural rule. My view on college yes. was when it was invented, it worked, but they didn't change things. Correct. Things change. They, they, like crypto it, punks. Like the world They're changed. Like crypto <laughs> punks. They had a great fucking, they really fucking came out hard. Got that that floor up and they didn't reinvent. They didn't do anything in the culture. And now they're college. Quick. Crypto wait, punks how, many, is, how many punks you own? I own 50, 62. Ah, uh, what? Huh? Uh, there's probably not an investment I have that I'm more confident in than CryptoPunks. Real, yeah. o- over Yugi's? Over, over fucking Bored Apes? I, I, if, so Bored Ape for the next 15 years, VFriends for the next 15 years. I'll, I don't even want to use Bored Ape because I'll use myself. Got it. VFriends has to execute perfectly for 15 years to even be in the conversation with CryptoPunks because unlike college, CryptoPunks sits in a collectible art framework of being the thing that established the whole thing. Mona Lisa. Well, I mean, even a, more, you know, even that's, further That's back. too big, but like it's, if bored apes, apes are inspired by apes being a big thing in punks. It When yep, things play yep. out in a 30 year window, punks is the only thing I feel safe about. Well, you got 62, so. <laughs> that's why I You're have 62. You're good. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, and people are like, well, that's because you have 62. No, I'm like, no, no, I have 62 because that's what I believe. Like, like people always have it reversed. They're like, yeah, of course. I'm like, no, no. Like, you know, you know what I mean? So Can I, I pick- also, one thing for everybody in NFT land real quick, the biggest mistake happening besides the, actually the biggest mistake is bad acting. The second biggest mistake is for some reason people think shitting on other projects make their projects that they're mm-hmm. investing in are good. This world is, so, our world is so small in NFT land. I cheer for every, I want world of women, cool cats, pudgy penguins. I want everything to fucking dominate. Especially world, world of women would be nice too. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> Why do you think I got into world of women? I know. No, dude, I want to hear you say it. Because Gary told you to. <laughs> really? He said, yeah. he said, you should check out this project. It, when Gary does this to you, check this out. Mm-hmm. Fucking listen. Like, you listen. Crush, your bank account you, crushed, you, you had a goddess. 
You sold it. What happened? You crushed. Now he's got a champion on the galaxy side. Yeah, I know. I I I got very lucky in that in that project. You did really well. Can I pick your brain about the metaverse? I think it's a hair early. A little bit, right? Yeah. I so for example, I'm obsessed with the concept. I think Meta, like right now, the stock market's getting killed from growth companies. I've never every stock I own, I bought. I invested in the company pre-IPO. My entire Wall Street portfolio is companies I invested in when they were startups. They went public and I still believe in them and I hold on to the stock. Holy shit. So I never buy Wall Street. Um, it's just not something I get passionate about. It's a good game, just like real estate. I don't really like real estate. I like alternative investing and I like building my own companies. That's how I like to roll. Back to self-awareness. By the way, real estate and Wall Street are good things to put your money in yeah. historically. It just doesn't get me going. Right. Nonetheless, I've been looking at Meta lately because all the internet stocks are getting crushed because now Wall Street wants profit because of the way the world is. And I'm like, man, if people understood how far along Meta was with Oculus compared to anything else that's happening, in it, everything that's Metaverse right now is like, yeah, go to your browser and play in HTML5. It's not actual Meta, like the hardware, just like the iPhone. My biggest thing, I used to, I used to really get passionate about this. You know this, I used to be like, I literally had, conversations with Mark Zuckerberg way back in 2011, 12. I'm like, dude, you need a phone. You need a TV. The hardware's the moat. Wait, what? Wait, Gary Vee, did you invent the iPhone? Nope. <laughs> because you told Logan to buy World of Women and Punks, and now you definitely told Zuckerberg to invent an iPhone. No, like, I, I, just no, take I told the fucking him, credit. I told him, I told him, actually, to your point, it's literally later, 15 seconds. Facebook was building a monster, and I was like, dude, you don't control the thing that controls it. Yeah. Go buy Samsung. Go to, which is probably too big, Nokia. Go buy Nokia and re, like do something. And and I think it's playing out now. Facebook's business has been hurt because of iOS four, you know, update 14.5. So to me, whoever owns the thing is then puts the software inside. But this one feels uh, different. This one feels different because Meta is such a because Meta is such a, a a departure from everything that we know to an extent where it seems like the hardware can just be an attachment after the fact. You know what I'm saying? Like, like that's not how you don't I think, see it. You don't think I don't, so? No, I see it as whoever wins the hardware game, like really? actually wins it, will have a huge advantage and all the software will run through really? it. I do. For, give it, think about what you have to do. You have to put on the thing, right? You have to put do, on the thing. Do you or can you sit at a desktop and, and, and use meta, and Metaverse? Mm, that's you not, can, that's but that's, that that's fucking like the, the internet. That's 1996. Yeah. yeah. Like, like who gives the one? Like, you know what I mean? Like the, the metaverse, metaverse yeah. that everyone's talking about is immersive. And we live in a metaverse now. It's called the iPhone. We're fucking in it all the time. But where it's gonna go is gonna be fucking crazy. Talk about, you know, when I see the whole Puerto Rico thing, this, that, nomads traveling, I'm like, man, wait till the metaverse hits. You really actually, actually could be any fucking, we're already there with Zoom. With just Zoom and Google Hangouts, all of a sudden everyone can be anywhere. Just that. When the metaverse comes, it's fucking gonna get crazy. How, how long until it take, until you put those? My intuition, this is, uh, so why I have this good career, I, I love when, I get viral for being right about something and inevitably back to the way the world works. <laughs> That's what I'm trying yeah, to do right now. <laughs> I know, I know, I see what you're doing. This is why I'm saying the story. Oh, a fucking clock can be twice, right, right, twice a, day. a day. I was like, cool. Uh, once in a while I jump in, I'm like, cool. You know, one good thing about what I do is we document everything. Thrilled for you to show me the receipts <laughs> of where I was wrong. The reason those receipts don't really have a lot of heat is because I don't go hard until it's already happened. Mm. So this, the, answer, the official answer is, I have no fucking idea. My guess is it's more than five years. For it to be at a scale 
that gets us all going. That it actually like, at scale, mm. like millions of people are in there where you want to go, where you come home, you grab a beer and you're like, let's go. Yeah. Like it's, it still feels a little, uh, gamer -y. No, sure, sure. I'm I'm not yeah. a huge gamer, but the the world, the metaverse Sandbox. excites me. I mean, that stuff's gonna be. I mean, talk about you know how fun gaming is gonna be when they get it going. Just for, for when I can finally like I can box Logan in Oculus. I I did a sparring match uh, in with my Oculus on, and it was legitimately like actual sparring. I was exhausted. So, I will say, I tied with. <laughs> Which is a whole nother like you I died? I tied, tied in the game. You can't even win in a fake that, world. That's that, that's what I said too. Fuck. Are you ever gonna box again? Yeah, yeah, I have to go back to wrestling. Oh, uh, do you why got do, those you flying splits? It's so fun and it's cool. It. Yeah, and I'll I'll do more wrestling as well. Are you and are you and Bro on the record like the Klitschko's were from day one that you'll never fight each other? No. You would fight each other. Maybe in the metaverse. That <laughs> that Maybe. is a. For real? Maybe. The parents don't just, want just, it. The parents uh, don't want it. They don't that want makes, it at all. Why in the world? But fuck would the, the parents. parents. If you want it, then you go out and get it. Fight your brother. <laughs> is, that, is that you being Gary? That was so bad. I thought it was somebody else. I thought it was Mike Tyson, too. I thought it was Mike Tyson. If the parents want it, go out and get it. Oh, fuck. That was horrible. I was like, Mike Tyson just punched the shit out of his I literally right now was scared. I was like, I don't know if I would do that Tyson right now. If the parents want it. Um... Yeah, I maybe. think I think if you guys fought, if you guys did it right, and your brother d does the the wrestling promo, like your brother really knows what he's doing in Box, the boxing pro, yeah. So he's putting his money yeah, on yeah, your yeah, brother. Yeah, 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 I just love calling. You no, know, like Jake, like really knows how to make people interested, mm. and that's a big prom promoting is real, and he does such a good job at it. I, we were at Nick's game. I didn't know he was coming. He sat by me, and we were talking about it. And I'm just, I'm so proud of how he like thinks about that. And, and then obviously he's really put in the work to be able to do what he's doing. But I do think that if there's even a real possibility, you should definitely do it. Really? Yeah, I'll tell you why, a couple things. Now, couple things. If deep in your soul you think you're gonna lose, you should definitely not. No, I think I'm gonna win. Okay, then you should definitely do it. Oh, okay. If you definitely believe that in your soul, that you're gonna win, which makes sense to me because I always believe and I actually mean this. I think there is a subconscious mental advantage that older, older brother, brother has. Yeah. 100%. But I think that's what's going to be gassing Jake, bro. His whole 100, life. It's everything to Jake. Bro, he'll, I think everything. he actually would bite no, you no, here. No, no, no. It's everything to Jake. <laughs> Back to Tyson. But for Logan, he, he like, who wants it? Like, it would be so big. That's why, I, that's why it excites me. I don't think it is replicable on a scale not, like this ever, not, like not. ever. That's like some I'm history a, so in the I, making I grew, in the textbook up, shit, and I, that excites I, me. I grew up a very big boxing fan, very big. And when the Klitschko's were coming up, cause I was really into it, like I knew they were coming. I would like day, like once a week with my buddies who didn't give a fuck cause boxing wasn't popular enough. I was like, if these two brothers ever fight, <sighs> if these two brothers, and that would have not been, you guys would have more eyes on it just cause of the nature of where the world is now. I really need you guys to do it. <laughs> I, need it I need it for me. At Jet, at I would be so nervous. At Jet Stadium. I would be so. Imagine my parents. I would be so nervous. That'd be crazy. Because there's just something like unnatural about it. Like it would just, it would fucking blow. Yeah, it's up. a little fucked up. But we're not maybe I, the I, most sane people. Like I'm just scared it would affect you guys in real life. No, bro. 
We're fucking brothers. No, no, no. We've been That's, through it all. It was, on 100%. the record. On the record. Everything's oh giving, bro. On the, the record. Loser, bro. On the record. I don't know you well giving. enough, but I find you both pretty damn competitive. I've known you guys for a long I don't time. Give a fuck. Who wrote the first check into Team 10? You know? I was going to say, was that your worst investment ever? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. I've lost a lot of money. Um, uh, I will tell you right now, if AJ knocked me out in front of the world, I'd never come back from it. Ever. I just couldn't. You shouldn't. <laughs> How are you going to motivate people when you, you can't even like? I couldn't come back from it. Yeah. By the way, they Another know. Per- by the way, they know that. They know that. Neither that's of them. Neither the of them wants to get knocked out. I'm already them. nervous. Like I get Talking very nervous between it. before big fights. The only thing that gets me fully, fully in sports butterflies are overtime playoff hockey game seven and fights. Something about it. I'll I tell you what why. it is. I'll tell it's you what it is. Su- it's a suddenness. I, I, it, it's a suddenness. It, it makes you present. It's it's the suddenness. It, 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 it's anything can happen. A hundred percent. One punch. How many th- how many things Jake's truly ground you? Jake's last fight. Like yep. I really watch fights. I love. I mean, we have a big UFC practice. Do you know that Vayner Sports represents O'Malley? Oh, Sean O'Malley? Love, yes. Shut up. You didn't know that? Shut up. Yeah, Vayner Sports. Oh we have a man. Big UFC practice. Oh, that's Algemane cool. Sterling. Won that big fight. No yes. way. We rep Aljo. So we have a big UFC oh, practice cool. in sports. Um, so I just watch every Saturday night I'm watching a fight. Yeah, It's yeah. UFC, our people, yep. people watching, just watching the sport because we're so deep into it. Yep. And then boxing. I, I love boxing much more than normal person. So there's so, that it's exactly what it is. And that's why I brought up overtime hockey. Overtime hockey is one. It's why I fall in love with the World Cup. And soccer, like like it, one second, soccer, like you could still come back and score, but like overtime hockey, my teeth chatter. Like a game I don't even really care about a lot. I get nervous because it's that split second. Yep. Jake's last fight, like as the fight's going on, like, you know, you kind of got lulled into it, like especially because they already fought. I'm like, okay. And then boom. Yep. Done. All of a sudden it's and there's over. nothing like Done. that feeling. That, that zero to a thousand, there's nothing like it. <sighs> Damn, the table's been set. That's in a crazy. Major Gary. way. That's crazy. He's right too. I mean, that's a big bag and a big fight. It, well, it's not. It's not about the bag. It's about drive. It's about power. That's it. We it's, stay it's, hungry. It's, it's actually. We it's, not about, it's not about that. It's actually. <laughs> it's, it's, it's not about that. It's, it's not actually. About it's not about that. <laughs> the rock just storms through the wall. <laughs> it's, it's not about, about what. <laughs> I'll tell you what it's about. I'll tell you what it's about. The only what it's really why it's really fascinating is only those two know. And what I mean by that is something nobody else knows. 100%. Like one moment 13 years ago. Took the last toaster shirt uh-huh. off. But not that mundane, which is actually why it's so intense. Took his the girlfriend, reason- Alyssa Violet. It's all over. Oh, you're just, you're, you don't give a fuck, (laughs) but no, all of that would be like all. And on top of that, imagine the first fight goes down. Now we have the second one to see like what the nail in the coffin is. Calm down. This is all, this is all just, it's, it's, it's money. It's fairy dust right now. (laughs) It's, it's, it it doesn't exist. I hear you. I hear you. Uh, 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 why'd you pass on Uber? I passed on Uber (laughs) cause I I passed on Uber (laughs) because Travis and Garrett Gar- so the so the person who obviously everybody knows Travis, the person that came up with the idea for Uber and was a co-founder, the one A to Travis's one B, though Travis was the operator, which makes him the one A based on what we we're talking. But the human being that invented Uber was Garrett Camp. Garrett Camp, this one might hit everybody in this room because it's a younger crowd. Garrett Camp invented StumbleUpon. 
Oh no! Oh my God! I love stumble upon. Mm. Shut what, what is up, that? What is bro. That? You'd hit you. You'd put your interests in. You'd hit randomize, and it'd serve you a website with like I don't know anything. Doodles or yeah. like wood sculptures or and like this is the rugs. Came up with getting strangers to pick you up at your house. That's oh right. my God! I love that app because you would stumble upon a driver. Do you, and you love would just get cynicism? Into a car with us. Cynicism? Yeah. <laughs> don't use words I don't know. <laughs> don't use. So like half of the English dictionary. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's because I'm a I'm new to this country, huh? <laughs> Oh, oh you're not doing God, this country. Into an immigration <laughs> So I, they, they, I had just. It's actually really Kevin. That hit Kevin at home. He started laughing. I. Uh, it's really interesting why I passed on Uber. All cliche things that I try not to do anymore. I, after we started VaynerMedia, wanted to do all sorts of things, but I was always building for my dad. So now I have this new freedom. I'm doing something else. And now I decide to do all sorts of things. I bought a wine social network called Corked. I, I don't know if you guys know what Dribble is. Creative people, like Dribble is an incredible site. We, I, we had a competitor to it for developers called Forest that I did with Kyle. Lindsay and I did Corked. So now I have Vayner, Corked, uh, Forest. And Corked and Forest both failed because I tried to eat too much cake. I tried to do too much. And the people that I had running them I promised that I could help them too much. They were too green. As I've gotten older, back to operations, why I think I can scale, I'm like, wait a minute. I can be the sprinkles, but I need somebody to build the cake. I can't build the cake for them. And so they were too green. They couldn't get there. And I didn't have the bandwidth between Wine Library. And then I wrote Crush It and my whole career changed. So I had too many, fighting on too many fronts. Mm. Because those two things failed as side project businesses, and I had just done it, a couple years later when Garrett and Travis decided to do Uber, it was a side project. For them? For them. Oh, and that, that upset it was you. Called, it was called Uber Cab first. And they hired Ryan Graves, the first CEO of Uber, found out about Uber through a tweet I did to share the job listing. It's an insane story. <laughs> so so because nice. it was their side hustle and I had done that, number two, it was the least liquid I'd been in a long time because mm. at that point I just bought my first apartment. Timing. Timing. Fuck. Yeah. And so I've, I've learned from that. You know, I really, I tell myself now, I've done really well in NFT. The reason I've done so well with NFTs um, is because I'm betting on jockeys, either the artist or the operator. I was just, and I'm like, I'm done doing mm. anything else. And, and that's what's working for me. And I'm gonna do that for the rest of my life. I just talked to, to Alex today about the investment that we're looking at. And he said, you're I said, I like the guy. Uh, uh. He said, so you're betting on the jockey. And he said, you, and I, lo I and, love that. And I'll tell you what can really work. If you bet on the jockey, especially if they're younger, if you're strategic, they may lose and then you have a chance to actually win on their second thing. They'll get you in early because you were- A lot of kids that are, go, a lot of youngsters that are going into this chapter where you have money to invest. So for the people that are investing right now, talking a little different crowd, the mistake I see a lot is you believe in the jockey, they fail because they're 24 and it's their first rodeo or even 30 or 35 and you don't bet on them on the next thing and that next thing happens. Before Ev Williams, Ev Williams and Jack, but Ev Williams, when Twitter first hit, it was Ev and Jack, not Jack Dorsey. And Ev had just failed with something called Odeo because he was gonna build a podcast platform, but Apple came out. And a lot of people made money with Ev before because Ev's first company was called Blogger, mm. the blogging platform that mm. he sold to Google. But a lot of the people that invested in Odeo didn't invest in Twitter because Odeo failed. Stay bet on a jockey 
unless they do something that's fraud, watch how they evolve and keep betting on that jockey because you can make it all back on the third one. Mm, that's cool. Relationships. Yeah, how many cool. V Friends Series 1 do you have? I, uh, when those, uh, so what had happened was. <laughs> No, because on. I've been listening here today. Here's what I've heard. Well, <laughs> I'm a heavy investor in NFTs. Late, I only, late, late to the game. That's fine. Very I late only, to the game. I only bet on jockeys. How about this one? How many V two V friends, which well, were just well, and two then I spent seven hundred sixteen thousand dollars last week on an ape. So okay, yes, I'll get some today. I'll buy. I'll buy your. I'll I'll buy this. You're jockey. gonna you're gonna get the men text. Thank you so much. I'll back. I'll back this jockey. Men. And by and by the way. You have a lot of my favorite men in that. I have some good friends with Banks as well. And I was on a call with you one time. We didn't get to talk about uh, uh, Play to Earn today, but Wolf Game. Yep. Yep. <laughs> which, you went, which you went crazy on. You know what's funny about that? That's. Do you know why I tell everybody not to? By the way, Wolf Game, you know, AJ called me. We were talking yesterday. Wolf Game has been so innovative. Yeah, for this, sure. This last game, I'm like, that's like fucking Zelda. Like, wait, I can like burn the, like burning the bush in Zelda in 1986 was the greatest thing of all time. Cause video games didn't let you pick and choose shit. And I'm like, wait a minute, I can do the candle here and right. I can go down this thing and I can push the boulder. Yeah. So what they just built, they've been really innovative. But one of the reasons I, so I, I thought they were creative and I did bet heavy, you're right. But the reason I keep telling everybody, please do not buy what I buy. One of the reasons I bought Wolf Game so heavy was like, this feels very innovative. I want to stay close to this project. And the space. The space I'm definitely, right. but this project, I'm going to stay close to this one because they're going to do some things that I might want to do for VFriends. Got it. Mm. And so this is why I'm like, keep telling everybody, I'm like, look, uh, I bought uh, 8-Bit the other day because I've known Addison, the artist, since he was an intern or junior designer at dig.com for Kevin Rose 15 years ago. Oh. And, and I tweeted a smiley face at him on Saturday because 8-Bit was going viral and his reply, and I went to go DM him. The last time I DM'd him was in 2009. Damn. And I went to DM him, this is 12 years, 13 years ago, I go to DM him and he said, this blew me away. I, I just sent him a tweet, smile. He replies, Gary, it's so crazy. I vividly remember you and I talking about Walt Disney seeing what you're doing wow. is cool. And so like, back to what you were at, like when you were saying, hey, I bet we're, we didn't finish that whole energy. DRock will tell you, VFriends has been in the work for the last five years. I was gonna come out with something called Workplace Warriors five years ago, oh, which cool. were gonna be desk toys, because I was getting so many emails from people saying I hate my job, and I was like, you know what? I was walking around my office one day after, this is how everything works for me. Read another DM of another person that says, Gary, what do I do? It's 1.13, I hate my fucking boss. I can't fucking do this anymore. And I'm like affected by reading this shit. I go to take a piss in my office and I walk by all these people working for me and I look and every one of them has Simpsons, has South Park, has all these, to Batman, right? And I'm like, you know what? All these people email me and DM me mainly during the day when they're pissed. Why don't I make some characters? Cause I love, toys and tchotchkes, collectibles, you know how I roll. Mm -hmm. I was like, let me make something called Workplace Warriors. Maybe if they see Patient Parrot, I called it, I made it a panda eventually. Patient Panda, <laughs> right? Or like maybe if like when their boss is like, you're a dick and they look at that and be like, you're a dick. Like I was just trying to think of like that. So for me, I know for the world, this all seems new. Like, how am I gonna do this? Mm -hmm. This shit's been cool. No, it's always been in there. And the, how it happened to manifest was VFriends. That's right. It's cool. I never knew what an NFT was gonna be. Yeah. I didn't realize that's how it was gonna manifest. The medium is perfect for it. But I always knew what I was building with VaynerMedia, which was I'm gonna build a marketing infrastructure that I could deploy against actual businesses, not a client service business, an operating system. And it's starting to fucking come together. Yeah, you stole my dev team. Sorry. <laughs>
Do you ever get sorry? Was so unapologetic. Sorry. Yeah, like, like no fucks. Uh, no, no, no. Uh, business is business. <laughs> he's an assassin, dude. He said, kills and he killed me. He kills old people. He killed me. He killed me. He killed my launch date. Fuck. Listen. Do you ever get flamed for your poor investments, especially in the NFT space? No, because because I'm also not a day trader like 99% of people. Like I'm buying things that- Then why did you buy on one force? Oh, no. Why did I? Oh, Didn't no. you? Because I missed it. And you know what I did? I bought God. I bought the artist collaborations that he made um, like a month before about Bored Apes. Did you see that? Uh, the artist of, of Own One? Yeah. He's very good. He's very good. He's very good. Yeah. I really I, like him a lot. I loved that project. It really was a shame how it- Here's the problem with all these projects, which is it's too early. Again, everybody has to play with money they can afford to lose. The reason I say this is you're guessing right now. We're just forming all of this. Mm. Like having a good week on OpenSea means nothing. You have to build a company. Even VFriends, who has a track record on operator, even Board Ape, which is the dominant leader, even World of Women, which is the dominant leader in that genre, it's just too early. It's only one year. That one was weird, though. Which that one? one the, the own one or whatever. Well, I, I mean, it was I, a preview. There's been a lot of things that have gone phew, phew. Since yeah. to that, but to that level. Yeah, there's been some others. I mean, I've been very out of the game the last four or five months because I've been literally waiting for yeah, this moment yeah. today. Um, but yeah, I mean, there's been a lot of projects. Like that, what's going on with um, with what's it called right now? The number one mover. Um, Moonbirds? Yeah. Well, Moonbirds is an easy one. Like to me, that's, uh, for me, Kevin Rose is yeah. what I'm telling everybody I am to them. Right. I've seen Kevin operate for 15 years. That feels to me as like one of the things that I'm most bullish on. Yeah, He's, yeah. Here's why. You know who you want to bet on? If you know somebody well enough to know that they're scared to have their reputation hurt. Mm. Kevin will work on that for the rest of his life just to make sure mm. it's not. <laughs> a, there's, that's, that's back to like, we were talking about bad behavior. You really nailed it. What I'm really upset about is I see a lot of young 22, 25, 29 year olds that have it. And they're so addicted by the short term need mm -hmm. that they're willing to compromise their reputation in perpetuity for 3 million bucks of ETH right now. And it's too bad. You know anyone like pride that? Pride over progress, biggest death. Yeah, people, yeah. I mean, we know a lot of people. Pride like is actually sure. at least a pretty world. I actually think it's short term. I mean, Coachella just happened, right? I'm sure, you boys had a nice time. <laughs> I, um, I was at Easter, like a good Christian. I threw right. up on my crush. Good. And so, you know, on that note, I pissed in a cup. I forgot about in front that. Of Ten thousand people. So I think on that front. You know, there's a lot of people who literally, the weeks leading up to that event in, in NFT land, I was watching. People literally compromised their, their compromised themselves for 20,000 bucks because they needed to go hard at Coachella. You know what, you know what the main problem with, with, uh, with pride is? You wrestling with it? No, it's that the D is not an M. Drink prime, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, let's go. <laughs> let's go, dude. Sorry, sorry. Have you tried prime? No. Gary. I haven't tried it. Bet on the jockey, Gary. Well, well who's the, actually, let's talk about that. Well, okay. Who's the jockey? There's there's two main ones, and then a who? third one who, Good. I who don't know if he'll be named on this show. That's fine. Who's he, the jockey? He shall not be named. Who's operating the business for real? There Can't are two of them, and I bet on those jockeys, and they are the best in the business. And it's why our product is doing so well. Like Thank it. you. Thank you. That and was the and fastest it's healthy for we had you. so far. Just popped it's, it's, it open, drank it's, it. It's Gary, dude. <laughs> I like it. I, but I like all sorts of sugary shit. Uh, there's only two grams of sugar. I'm sure, but there's some other fucking. No. You've got something in here. No, no. no what, I, what 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 you're tasting is sucralose. Right. Yeah. yeah. I have a question. Yes. Um, you ever do cocaine? 
Never? You ever, you, I've never done cocaine. I've never I've never done a drug in my entire life. My mom got that. so nag so Nancy Reagan'd out Dare. in the eighties. Uh um yeah, I just I never have. No no weed? No weed. Acid. You've never smoked weed? I have not. Whoa. Which is, and I went to like my college experience, huge shout out to the Mount Ida boys. My friends smoked seven blunts to the face every day. Yeah, yeah. And you did not join them. I, I promised, my mom sat me down when I was like 15 or 16 and was like, promise me you'll never do drugs. And I said, I promise. And I was locked and loaded. Was wow, that the only man. thing? Because I had it, I had it too. My mom was uh, no mo <laughs> no motorcycles, no guns and no tattoos, but she left the heroin out. <laughs> Got it. And I went straight, I'm like, ma, like, you fucking didn't tell me. Yeah, I, I, and I went straight to it, bro. I, I've never done drugs and so. I just, How often do you get pretty drunk? Drunk never. Really? No. I, so it's all the same game for me. I don't think I like the feeling of not knowing exactly what's going on at every second. Oh yeah. man. But then how do you but then <laughs> we you are me, dude? But, I love you so much. An older, more successful, really less happy. Middle Eastern <laughs> version of George. This is but so the, awesome. Watching you be so successful and have such a strong mindset of being you is so refreshing. Because people say that shit to me all the time. They're like, dude, we love how you stand up for what you believe in. Even the people that don't believe in what I believe in. They just it's so rare. <laughs> you know to what's watch awesome people. though? But 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 what I also like is like the thought of like judging people in either way. Like, it's so weird to me. Like, you know, a lot of people have gotten so much healthier. Like, my dad's super pissed. He's like, he's like rapping. He's not like, you know, he's like not like, it's so funny. He has a wine store, a liquor store. He's like, it seems like the cool people don't want to drink anymore. <laughs> right, like the health trend. Okay, like okay, was, okay, you okay, know, absolutely. Okay. 100%. Yeah. And he's like, I read right. this thing. These girls, they say they don't, they drink mocktails now. I'm like, he's always like worried. They're like the whole, like I'm like, Dad, calm down. You're gonna retire just fine. It's gonna be fine. It's fucking alcohol. She's always gonna but, be drunk. You know, yeah, exactly. But you know, it's interesting. Like watching the last five to seven years, a lot more people are willing to say at like seven, ten, fifteen person gatherings, like I don't drink, and like watching people like like want them to drink. I'm like, oh Why? yeah, that's fucked. But it, yeah. but it goes both ways. Like to me, like I actually am very happy with the conversation we're having with drugs, meaning psychedelics, mushroom. I mean, I probably, if I was to ever, I think I think there's so much profoundness to fungi, like just scientifically and like curiosity. I think there's a lot going on in that world. Mm. Um, and so I just, you know, I think everything and anything and everything in moderation is right. It's always too far in the extremes is where mm. things get dangerous. Um, but yeah, I've always been unbelievably comfortable of like, yo, this is how I roll. I know that a lot of people, especially in their teens and 20s, like that's when it was like ridiculous. That's when I knew I was set. By not succumbing to any peer pressure in high school At and college, age, yeah. I was like, I'm a beast. Yeah. If I really don't give a fuck now, the fuck is gonna happen later? Yeah. It, it, when I, go ahead. I, uh, I didn't do any of the, the first time I smoked weed was 25 and I asked my parents, I sat That's them awesome. down with a joint. Yeah. I was like, hey, this is the statistics. Like, this is what I want to do. <laughs> Worst decision I ever made in my life. Why? Because they smoke weed now? No, none of the smoke weed. I, 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 the you battling of weed? quitting is, oh, it was hard. I, bro, I, I have an addictive personality. That's yeah. why a lot of relatives of mine have lost their life to gambling, drinking. That's yeah. why like when these guys do things, I sit them down and I go, yo, like are you guys going too far with it. Like I can't stop myself from doing what yeah. I want to do. Yeah, I get it. I don't give a fuck about what you guys want to do. If I want to do it and it's bad for me, I've never been caught in this situation and it's a bitch. I, I, uh, I don't often get influenced 
by my peers in a way that like affects actual change. Yeah. Yeah. E- even like the thought of like being influenced. But I will say when we were in New York and we were talking at that table and like, I'm pretty sure I was high. I was definitely like drinking like espresso martinis, my favorite drink. Um, and then I was, I think I asked you like, yo, Gary, do you ever have fun? Like throw, throw a drink back. <laughs> You're like, eh, you know, not, not really. And you were definitely like taking it light that night. I was like, man, like I want to be as successful as Gary, but is this what it takes? Because if so, de- fuck that, dude. It's definitely not. And by the way, like I'm like, to me, for like the reality is, is like it's all one big game of just knowing who the fuck you are Facts. for you. Mm. And yeah. like, there's mm. people that are. A coach told me in a football, a current NFL coach, took a player in a draft recently, last year's draft. Um, that he could have taken a player that they had way higher on the draft board as a much better player and they took the other player. And he, and I was like, that's so interesting. I was like, we were getting into deep conversations around athletes and things of that nature. I said, why? And then he said something profound. He goes, this player that went to a different team, a couple picks later, had a great year. He goes, this player on a Friday night, on a Saturday night, excuse me, on a Saturday night, the day before a game, will go out and he'll go out to 2.30 in the morning in the club. Oh, wow. And you know what he's gonna do on Sunday? And I'm like, what? It was like really cool. I was like, like shit the bed? He's like, no. He's gonna go eight catches for 137 yards Show and a the touchdown. Fuck out. Yeah. I go, okay. He goes, the problem is that same Saturday night, he's gonna bring six teammates with him and those six guys are gonna shit the bed. I'm like, the player we took is the eighth player in that story and he's gonna stop the other six from going out. Whoa. Whoa. He's playing chess. And so to me, I just thought that was really interesting. And the reason I bring that up is that one kid that he was talking to, he can go party and fucking be productive, right? This is just about knowing yourself. Yeah. We all, everybody who's watching and listening right now, this is one big fucking game of being super dope with yourself, for yourself. And if the people around you don't fuck with that, fuck them. I love that. Yeah, absolutely. I love that. Too. That's a great spot to end. Yeah. If you're okay with it. I'm very okay with it. This was this was a fantastic podcast, Thank dude. So glad we got you on. Seriously, thanks, thanks for, for coming on. Thanks for having me. Yeah, of course. Guys, uh, uh go check out uh V Friends series one and two. I Fo- gotta do that right now. Mike's gonna do it when we get home. Uh follow Gary on Instagram and Twitter, just at Gary Vaynerchuk. Too many Not syllables. True. Gary V. Gary V. Oh, perfect. That's perfect. <laughs> Yo, thanks, that was a fantastic thanks, podcast. Thanks a lot, deep friend of many years. <laughs> thank you, uh, thank you all for listening, watching, viewing, and subscribing, joining us on this journey. It's so much fun. Hopefully, you took a little value or uh, wisdom from this episode. Use it in your life and comment below what you thought of the episode. We will see you next time. Take it easy. Peace. Lucky Land Casino asking people, "What's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky?" Lucky in line at the deli, I guess. Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.